You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast, episode number 316, a special for Shocktober 2021, Tomb of Horrors, part one. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I am Scott McNulty, your dungeon master. We are not on the blood-soaked sands of Athos. This is not a Dark Sun adventure. Eglath's angels are nowhere to be found. We are deep under uh, an unremarkable hill in Greyhawk looking for a demi-lich. That's right, we're running the Tomb of Horrors. OMG, I have uh, tricked some people to uh, take on this task, and I will introduce them now. Micah Sargent is here, and he knows nothing about the Tomb of Horrors. Uh, quite literally nothing. The name <laughs> is what I know, and now I know there's a demi-lich and an unremarkable hill. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited. I, uh, I'm i playing Linnell, the high elf warlock. Uh, Linnell and my pronouns are he, him. Excellent. And Annette Wurstra is here. Hello, Annette. You also unfamiliar with Tomb of Horrors? Yes. I just heard rumor that I am likely to die in this tomb. <laughs> and I'm at peace with this. Awesome. Your character, not you. I am playing Chomasa, which is a, she is a dragonborn uh, ranger. She has a lovely panther companion. Uh, and... You may re- remember her from way back in the day, in much earlier times, younger years. She she did adventure around White Sparrow, and she is back to take on the tomb with her two swords, which are now fancier. Ooh, <laughs> exciting. Yeah, some of these characters will be uh, familiar to folks. And here's a character that's familiar to everyone. It's Monty Ashley. Hi, it's me, Monty Ashley. Uh, tomb of Horrors. That's that thing from Ready Player One, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, and- Ready Player One had a reference amongst the 80 million references to Tomb of Horrors. <laughs> and I am playing Daphne, and I'm a bard. <laughs> Hooray! Uh, and joining us for the first time, uh, and possibly the last time because Tomb of Horrors <laughs> is horrific. Uh, it is Nick Scott. Hi, Nick. Hey, how's it going? Um, I am playing Thald, and I am a human barbarian. Um, I am just basically here to uh, smash things. And I also have no idea about Tomb of Horror, so this Ooh. is all new for me. Excellent. So Tomb of Horrors is one of uh, possibly the most famous Dungeons and Dragons adventures, which you know doesn't really make it all that famous. But uh, to a group of people, it is very famous. Uh, Gary Gygax wrote it. He wrote it mostly to kill his high level players uh, because Gary Gygax was a cruel, cruel man. Uh, <laughs> and it was originally designed as a speed play, right? Uh, Monty talked about this a little before the, the podcast began. Uh, so in a People go to conventions, they play D&D competitively, it is true, uh, and this is one of the the modules at the time that you could do that in. S1. Uh, that's right, it is the special one, that's what the S stands for. Uh, and so throughout this, uh, throughout the ages of Dungeons & Dragons, the, the, the fine people at Wizards of the Coast and uh, TSR before them have resurrected Tomb of Horrors and rewritten it for each edition, maybe not each edition, but for several editions. Uh, we are playing the fifth edition version, because... I like 5th edition. Uh, this one is probably, I would say, the version that is most likely 
to allow a party to succeed. So uh, we will see uh, how that goes. With that, uh, we are we are we find ourselves in uh, Greyhawk, which uh, for the D and D nerds was in fact the first D and D setting. Uh, once again, written by Gary Gygax, uh, and we are uh, tuning in live to Greyhawk's most successful reality competition on a scrying device near you. It is Dungeon <laughs> Delvers, and here's your host, Big B and Morikayam. These are fancy hosts. Uh, And and Bigby says, we have uh, yet another group of adventurers who are going to delve deep into the Tomb of Horrors to find the Demi-Lich Akarak and kill him or take his treasure. Uh, And you, by the way, all your characters would know Demi-Liches are undead creatures. They are, so a wizard who becomes um, insane with power and wants to live forever can transform him or herself into a lich. A lich is kind of a, a, a an undead wizard imbued with magic that walks around, uh, but it still has a corporeal body. Uh, the next level up, depending on who you ask, is a demi-lich, in which you basically give up your corporeal body. Uh, you end up being a skull that becomes what's called your phylactery, which you store souls of people that you have stolen to power yourself. That's a, you know, story as old as time. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sure, sure. We all know this. This all makes perfect sense. Keep going. (laughs) That's right. And so most liches don't want to become demi-liches because uh, then they don't have a body. They can't, you know, chew gum and do whatever it is a lich wants to do with their body. <laughs> well, wait, you just said they the have height, skull. The they height of human gum. life. Chewing, chewing, gum. <laughs> chewing gum is all a skull can do. I guess that's true. <laughs> they can't. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. If I saw a skull with no muscles or anything else attached chewing gum, I would be pretty freaked out. <laughs> it's quite frightening. Uh, but but uh, Akarak, uh, who, I, who I'm sure I'm mispronouncing his name because that's a Scott McNulty specialty, uh, is one lich who really wanted to become a demi-lich and is kind of traveling the planes of reality uh, and and built this Tomb of Horrors to store his phylactery. Uh, and if you destroy, the only way to destroy a demi-lich is to destroy their phylactery. Uh, and so your goal is to find the phylactery in the Tomb of Horrors uh, and possibly find, you know, whatever treasure or whatever you can. You've all signed waivers that say the producers of Dungeon Crawl have no responsibility for your actions, uh, but you may take whatever you find in the tomb. Question, Scott. Yes. What if the phylactery is the friends we made along the way? <laughs> well, then you'll just have to kill all your friends. Oh, no. Oh. I'm not prepared for this. Sorry. So, so Dungeon Delvers is a show where people come and just continually fail at this one adventure? Because that sounds exactly like American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Some get closer wipe out. than others. But yes, it is It is uh, Greyhawk's uh, longest-running reality show. Reality competition. It's not a reality show. It's a competition. We'll be passing the corpses of our predecessors along the way. Uh, well, this is a, a slight spoiler, but yes, you will be passing many corpses in Tomb of Fires. Uh, so you are here now in, uh, before you is a low, flat-topped hill. Uh, it's about 200 yards wide, 300 yards long, 60 feet high. It's not a particularly nice-looking hill. There are only ugly <laughs> weeds and thorns. Briars uh, are growing on the steep sides and the bald top of the mound. There are block ro- black rocks on the top of the hill. 
Uh, and uh, there you go. That's the hill. You, and you have been dropped off here uh, by the producers of the show. Uh, they kind of uh, we- had a wagon. They pushed you out. They didn't even slow down. And they just kept going. <laughs> uh, and so you've g- been given nothing else other than here it is. It's in somewhere in that hill. <laughs> Good luck. Hmm. We should have watched this show before doing this. <laughs> <laughs> really should have. <laughs> that would have been smart. So what hmm. do you do? You're standing in front of a hill. So that okay. So yeah. Um, well, let me just go ahead and roll perception on this here hill, um, and see if we can't discover anything else. I got a natural twenty plus six. Ooh, 26. 26. Oh, well, that's that's a, an auspicious start to this adventure. A natural 20 is always nice. Uh, so you see that this seems like a fairly mundane hill. You think that you notice uh, to the north of where you're standing, uh, there seems to have been part of the hill that has collapsed. And it looks like there might be a cliff face back there. I believe I see a cliff face in uh, over there, and it appears that part of this has collapsed. Um, perhaps this is the way we enter. Although I have to say, I- it is an odd choice by the producers to sort of drop us on a hill uh, without helping us get into the actual tomb, because this could be a very boring campaign where we just sort of sit here and have a picnic. Come on, gang, let's go! And the other Very thing you well. notice uh, um, uh, is uh, the 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 cliff at the top of the cliff. There's some work stone. You think you notice some work stone, like at mm. the top, a, a ledge of some sort. Okay, I well, think we. I'm I certainly did not going come toward... here to picnic. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go toward the stone. Ooh, All right, so now you're standing in front of this cliff face that is. Uh, let's see how. Uh, it is a crumbling cliff of sand and gravel about 20 feet high in the middle of the the whole kind of side here. So that is what, like 200 yards. Uh, so it's in the middle of the, the hill. Uh, there is this low stone ledge that overhangs the eroded area. So at the top of this area, uh, 20 feet up, is this kind of worked stone overhang. And then lots of sand and gravel and, and what have you. Hmm. And I will go to the map and show you. Uh, Oh, I will move you to the right map. While you're doing that, can I describe what my character looks like? Because it's a very important part of her character concept. Uh, Just to run down her appearance really quick, she's an Asimar, which is a race which bears within its souls the light of heavens. They are a people of otherworldly visages with luminous features that reveal their celestial heritage. In my previous adventures cleaning up haunted houses, I showed off Mantle of Inspiration, which grants me a wondrous appearance, and Mantle of Majesty, which causes me to take on an appearance of unearthly beauty. But now I have access to Unbreakable Majesty, the first line of which says, At 14th level, your appearance permanently gains an otherworldly aspect that makes you look more lovely and fierce, and also Charisma 20, obviously. Goodness. So just unstoppably beautiful yep. and, and magnificent. And also wearing a very fashionable dress that is not appropriate for a tomb, more appropriate for a <laughs> gala or something. <laughs> and the producers it's, love you. <laughs> that's right, they do. 
There are a lot of shots of Daphne. All right, so you are standing in front of, hopefully everyone can see uh, this map in Roll20. It is uh, not the most exciting map at the moment because it is just a big, long cliff face. And can, you're in the corner there. Can we get a closer look at the worked stone, if like there's any writing on it or anything? Sure. Uh, so it's 20 feet up. Ah, which one? Where's Kakara when we need them? <laughs> I know, right? I could have flown. I mean, she could have, my friend. Uh, I think I have. Well, I have winged uh, boots, so I'm happy to fly up there if we need it. I can only fly for four hours a day, though. I am. I have a natural explorer, and I am particularly familiar with mountain swamps and underdark regions. So oh. I think that might this is a hill, gives me a proficiency bo- bonus if I am trying to travel at that. So I will. If you do an athletics check, and if you want to scamper up there somehow, you can add your proficiency bonus. checking should we maybe walk around the hill just to see if there's an opening on the other side <laughs> that would be really funny if <laughs> what <laughs> that's so logical Daphne um perhaps before we uh start climbing the hill it is a good idea to scout out a little more I agree with Daphne is it um like we could walk around the hill Yes, so it's a time. it's a freestanding hill, uh, and you can walk around it fairly quickly, uh, which you do. It is uh, all the rest of the sides are grassy, uh, you know, briars, ugly weeds. It's not a pleasant hill. Uh, you do notice these kind of at the top of the hill. There are these large, uh, uh, various shapes, black rocks on the top of the hill, uh, and then so three sides of the hill are kind of you know this vegetative um sloped side and then the the fourth side uh is the the kind of the collapsed uh cliff sand cliff got it and then okay, on top so black rocks i guess i am going to try and scamper uh, scamper that would probably be an athletics check yes And I got 26. Nice. Two 26s. Yeah. That only yeah. means that the rest of our rolls are going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can, you can scamper. It's, it's difficult. You, you slide down a bit. Uh, it's very loose, the sand and, and gravel. Um, but you get to the top. And uh, I, I imagine you're kind of like, so there's this stone ledge. So you can kind of hang on it. Um, and you're looking at it, and it's worked stone, you do notice uh, that where you're standing, the it has kind of this motif of, um, let's say, skulls. And uh, <laughs> it, it changes slightly in one area and then goes back to a repeating pattern that keeps going down the rest of the, the cliff, for, as far as you can see, right? You can't see the whole thing from there, um, but... Okay, so it's just like a whole bunch of skulls and pattern... Mm-hmm. And then more okay. skulls, but a slightly different pattern. Okay. So I yell, hey, everyone, 
I see a whole bunch of skulls here. And to be honest, I, I don't really know what I'm doing. I might need some help, but I think there's something here. Do you want to do an arcana check? I can. For the magic. This is I'll not also, one of my strengths. I'll also roll to join I you. I rolled a four. <laughs> you are. Following through on Micah's protection. <laughs> yeah. um, Magic's all around you. Linnell rolled a 13. That's plus seven is 20 arcana to just um, see if, if there's a whiff of magic um, along this skulled area. Hmm. Well, I guess it's sort of in this collapsed area because I'm not up there. Um, I sort of have walked forward and I'm in front of it. So this this kind of collapsed cliff area seems 100% natural. <laughs> uh, it's organic, everyone. It probably, <laughs> it probably collapsed on a previous adventuring party. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think is going on. Do we have some way to sort of dig? I'm pretty strong. I, I, I could, could I just like kind of study the pattern a little bit since I'm up here and see if I notice anything about the patterns? Sure. I mean, the, the biggest thing to notice about it is that the pattern is pretty solidly repeating. And then this is the only kind of area where it changes briefly and okay. then it just goes back to repeating. Um, so it, it, you, it feels to you as though it is denoting something uh, might be in this area, but you don't Can I, speak. I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to push things and I start like oh. touching it to see if anything happens. Linnell backs up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you pushing things and you're, you're getting, so pushing along the, the ledge. The I'm pushing ledge, along the pattern. Like at, yeah. On. Yeah. I'm seeing skulls. if they, anything happens if I press the pattern. Nope. They all seem it's unyielding stone. Hmm. How big is each section of the pattern? Maybe that's what, maybe this is like, this is where the doorway is and the rest of it's covered, but I don't know. I, I'm Because at first I was imagining sort of a tiny square, but is it like... No, it's pretty big. So this is, the side you're on is what I said, 200 feet, maybe? Okay. Um, so there's a kind of 10 foot section that is a different pattern. Uh, okay. And the, it so, carries on. Logically, maybe they, if we clear some stuff away, yeah, that's what there's I'm a door. I will cast Mage Hand and start scooping sand away. Ah, <laughs> all right. And what I if, will help the Mage Hand. Is everybody? Um, gonna... Oh, I can also cast Mage Hand, so my Mage Hand goes out <laughs> and also starts scooping sand away. All right, so you have two kind of arcane hands moving things we've got two uh, uh dragonborn right uh hands yes, scooping things away and you've got a large barbarian who's like ah, i don't want to get my hands dirty uh, <laughs> i feel like uh actually you know what how hard how high is the cliff 20 feet yes okay i have a ring of jumping Ooh. so i cast jumping on myself and just uh see my i think it's three times your or three feet plus your strength bonus, so I should have seven foot jumping normally. And so tripling that, I should have 21 feet jumping. Or so I should be able to jump up there. Yes, so give me an uh, athletics check just to make sure that you have no problem jumping up there. The question is, can you land uh, and not fall <laughs> off? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Killed by a cliff before <laughs> the two roll a... Oh. Oh, sorry, uh, athletics. So 
I roll a natural one. Oh, all right. So you <laughs> uh, jump up there. Uh, and as your friends have been kind of throwing gravel willy nilly, uh, you land <laughs> on the ledge, but then you slip on some gravel uh, and you fall on to you fall 20 feet, which is for 20 feet, uh, a D6 per. So you take seven points of damage as you slam back down on the ground. Um, and you're a little. Uh, you you kind of dust yourself off and say, "I meant to do that." <laughs> yeah, thanks. Okay, I'm gonna just jump again. That that was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he immediately stands up and jumps yeah. up again. And give me another athletics check. Fifteen. All right, you're you're up there, solidly, and now you're looking okay. from down yeah. be- uh, from the top as your your party members are are moving some stuff around. The yeah, barbarian gonna, is resilient. This is good. Yeah. No, I'm just going to get in there and start digging. All right. So how how long are you going to dig for? Uh, I'm going to say, well, five minutes. All right. So you dig for five minutes. Uh, you're you notice that the the gravel and the sand is is uh, not the easiest thing in the world to dig, but it is moving out of the way. It's not collapsing on itself. Um, and you just keep digging, digging, and digging. Uh, and uh, <laughs> for five minutes. I think um, more sand. My, I was going to say the mage hand, my mage hand would keep going until the something, ch- unless something changed. Uh-huh. So I might, I don't know, Linnell might be digging for more than five minutes. I don't know about Daphne. I have a few other ideas, but we can, we can keep digging if you want. Oh, this is like good television. Like, let's yeah. be honest. Like they, they cut this part out. <laughs> they give highlights of me going are we finished i'm not seeing anything this is when they cut to a commercial exactly so if you are going to keep digging for about 10 minutes uh you um notice uh you basically dig like a little crawl space and uh break through into a dark room I don't know does everyone have dark vision do you need light or there's a human here so and i think dragonborn don't have dark vision is that right i always forget who does and doesn't have dark vision i don't okay i believe well, that I it's do. dark in there so whoever has uh, however you want to look in there let me know <laughs> but there's definitely a room you feel some air come out there's something in there yeah i think wait don't, don't yeah high elves have yeah yes, okay elves have dark vision um i'm just gonna go ahead and roll another perception check if i may Ooh, do you want to stick your head in? Because then you will technically be in the dungeon. Uh, no, I get... want to sort of peer in from the uh, from Are you the sure? Opening. Just stick your head in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter because I rolled a one. Oh, plus no. six is seven. Here, seven let, is not great. Let me try. Uh, thanks to my celestial heritage, I have superior vision in dark and dim conditions. In Ooh. dim light, it's as if it were bright light. Oh, all right. Well, there. so it is daytime. There is some light pouring in uh so i will read the description and most of these descriptions i should note for uh uh, D fans were written uh or parts of them by gary gygax and then you find out he wasn't a great writer uh the corridor before you (laughs) is made of plain stone roughly worked and it is dark and full of cobwebs the ceiling overhead is obscured by hanging strands of webbing oh god that was me, not Linnell. <laughs> Let's see. Fireball? Too early for that. <laughs> I have just a torch. 
you know, old fashioned. I think. And given 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 Daphne's superior dark vision, you can tell that there the room is uh the ceiling is about twenty feet high, um, and you see at the end of the passageway uh a pair of oaken doors. How far? Since how I can't long see is it. the passageway? Passageway is uh let's see uh, twenty feet. Okay. Uh, standing outside, <laughs> uh, 30 feet back from the door, I would like to cast knock. Nice. All right. Uh, so, uh, so you, should we all back up? I'm just going to reveal <laughs> this room. to get dust. <sighs> so a, a large knock resounds across the, the open field behind you, uh, and the doors if they were locked, are most likely unlocked. <laughs> they don't move. Knock doesn't open. Well, fine. <laughs> did anything sort of, when that loud knock happened, did we hear anything afterward? Nope. Good, okay. Um, I, I have a thought, uh, but I would like to consult the party here. Um, given that there are what appear to be cobwebs all over the ceiling of this room, uh, would anyone be opposed to me casting a little cleanup spell known as Firebolt at the ceiling of the room before we enter? I Feel free. not. It seems good to me. Very well. Uh, Linnell hurls a moat of fire uh, at the ceiling hoping to sort of let the fire catch those webs and sort of spread out and, and uh, deal with the webs. Um, I will roll to hit. You don't need to roll to hit. Okay. Uh, so uh, depending on how, uh, there are a lot of cobwebs. So if you want to get rid of them all, it does work. So they catch fire. They seem like they're natural uh, cobwebs from this distance. Um, they don't all immediately, like you, you, you feel like you'd need to do a couple of firebolts to clear all of them. The, the cobwebs out from the ceiling. But well, you feel like given the cantrip nature of this spell, I think uh, <laughs> Linnell definitely does his due diligence to sort of clear out the cobwebs, even if he has to approach a little bit more, but without oh, going inside. Okay. Uh, that's Yet. what I need to know. Yes. So Linnell from a distance uh, burns up all the cobwebs that can be observed. And you don't hear Should any screams of spiders or anything. Should we throw a pebble inside or something to see if there's pressure plates? Sure. A large pebble. I'm pretty, <laughs> and he looks I'm at pretty... the barbarian. Yep. I'll I'll pick up well, I don't know what's the what's the biggest kind of rock I can find. Uh, <laughs> now that's a barbarian question. <laughs> <laughs> How oh. big a rock do you want is the question. <laughs> so big God uh, couldn't even lift it. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Well, let's say uh, 120 pounds. Oh, that's, a, that's a big rock. Uh, I love that's it. a pebble. You can find, <laughs> I would say, sure, why not? There are a bunch of rocks around. You find a big, uh, you know, 100-pound rock or so. Yeah. And I kind of lob roll it into the, the room. All right. So you, you position yourself because you, you've really only um, dug out like a little crawl space. So you, you push it mm -hmm. through the crawl space uh, or throw it really through the crawl space because if you push it, it probably would stop and then... You wouldn't be able to crawl into the crawl space. Uh, and it lands into the room. 
with a, a, a thud and a clatter as it lands on, uh, and maybe you hear some broken tile as uh, this rock is kind of thuds in there. Dust envelops the room briefly and then uh, it settles down and the room the I would like, uh, has a rock in it now. I would like to cast Mage Hand again. It has a range of 30 feet, so I am going to have to get mm-hmm. uncomfortably close And I would like to open those doors. Oh. Yeah, we do things. <laughs> Opening doors. Now, this is the question I have to... Uh, mage Open hand doors. Is, what? Flip, 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 flip. What? <laughs> sorry, I, have to, I have to consult the rules on this one. <laughs> I did not expect that to happen. Manipulate. Uh, okay. It specifically says open a door. So you, uh, your mage hand appears. Uh, it floats across the room. And, uh, or if you just want it to appear at the door, less dramatic. The producers ex- uh, would like you to have it go dramatically across the room. It grasps. So on these oaken doors uh, are two large iron rings. Uh, and so I imagine your, your hand grabs one of the iron rings and pulls. The door is open uh, or unlocked, I should say. The door opens. Uh, and the moment the door opens, uh, you feel a slight rumbling as the ceiling collapses. Ah. And as the dust settles down, uh, you peer across uh, the room and you see that the door has, in fact, opened. It has opened to a blank wall. Mm. All right. Time to start investigating this hill. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I, I, I start walking around the hill, looking very, very carefully for some yeah. other entrance. And Linnell will follow closely behind. Um, sort of, if two people are looking, then maybe it will be even better. Uh, kind of situation. Just I will. Uh, also come along and gaze upon the hill. <laughs> All right, well, then everybody give me some perception checks as you're walking around the hill. You got it. 18. 12. 21. All right, so you're walking down. 20. Ooh, all right, these, these are good. So, you're, so you walk down the, the ledge, uh, I'm assuming, uh, on the side of the cliff face, uh, and you're taking note of the the motif that is repeated on the ledge and it it just keeps repeating and keeps repeating um and then at a spot that you get to which i will mark with an x on the uh oh. map you see it change again it doesn't change it doesn't the change in the pattern doesn't match the first change that you saw but it is oh. different oh um okay so, so we the, keep going around to see if there are other ones the workings are a map to show the entrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if it's all skulls, but one change, like, one-third of the way in, that would represent an entrance one-third of the way across the hill. Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Maybe the different patterns would mm-hmm. tell us what kinds of entrances they are. Mm, maybe. I like it. What does this pattern look like? Oh, we've got to get somebody up there, don't we? Is it high up? Uh, so this the 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 ledge is a constant twenty feet. Um, 
So it's up there. I'm going to use my winged boots. Oh, all right. So uh, Daphne flies up with her her winged boots and uh, examines the ledge. You can fly with no problem. You're you're standing in front, or I guess hovering in front of the ledge. I I have a flying speed equal to my walking speed, so I think I just kind of walk up into the air. (laughs) Remember, I'm from a Hanna-Barbera world, so my animation is very simplistic a lot of the time. (laughs) They just move the the cell sheet or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, so yeah, you're there. You see, uh, so the the skull pattern repeats, and then there's this, this... distinctive pattern that looks a little different um and it is uh so the skull pattern is a pretty simple one the the repeating one is just a skull over and over again uh here it is uh let's see uh kind of a a skull uh like two layers of skulls about let's see you don't count them but they're probably like 20 uh across uh and the difference here is that the skull's mouth is open like the jaw is open Mm. Hmm. And it's just at a innocuous hill area. Just at an innocuous hill area. Should we keep looking to see what the other patterns might look like? If it's going to be like a winking skull or yes. a mouth will be closed. <laughs> or- yes. Maybe one of them isn't a skull, but it is an open archway or something. Yes. <laughs> Just like a, it's the, the hug emoji. A modern smiley face, yeah. <laughs> yes. Or it's chewing gum. Oh, no. Don't <laughs> use that door. All of these skulls are already smiling. Skulls tend to oh, do that. That's true. Uh, so I hear that you want to uh, investigate the rest of the ledge. Uh, so you give me some more perception checks as you kind of walk down the rest of the, uh, the way. Unless somebody else wants to do anything else. I got another 18. Well, 18 is, I got is, a 17. Oh, all right. Well, you, you, both of you 22. notice everybody who got higher than a 17, 17 or higher, I should say, notices down here. I'm drawing an X on the map for our listeners. Uh, another change in the, I used a different color that maybe is not as uh, noticeable. Uh, another change in the pattern. And this time it's another kind of double row of skulls. Uh, but the skulls are uh looks like they have some kind of red crystals in their eyes and what did the skull that was at the uh collapsed ceiling area look like uh so it looked like its its jaw was detached okay so we have detached jaw and that was a ceiling trap we have an open mouth and we have red eyes which of those sounds friendliest i'm gonna say open mouth okay yeah that does feel so Donald like wants it. to hit something <laughs> <laughs> he's just hitting rocks and picking up large <laughs> things and moving them and he's like oh. <laughs> okay so that was the middle one right yeah yes and so you, I, I should say, you, you have examined the whole cliffside, and these are the only three anomalous uh, parts of the ledge. Okay. Let's, yeah, uh, I, I agree. Well, let's try the open mouth one. All right. So um, should we dig again? <laughs> yes, for 10 minutes, remember. I am, no. like, so sick of digging. I complain <laughs> a lot because I like to 
get make sure I get my time on TV. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't think Daphne's pulling her weight. <laughs> Cut to Daphne. I'm here to make friends. And I think we're all doing a great job. I'm like going to Linnell. I know. <laughs> Linnell's also using their, his mage hand. So he's kind of feeling. <laughs> if he could feel awkward, he'd feel a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in there digging. Away I'm digging with my own minutes. two yeah, hands, like, like a, a whirling dervish like of digging. All is like I want to hit something. <laughs> uh, so you spend ten minutes. Once again, you uh, uncover a crawl space. Some light goes in, and you. It is a dark tunnel again. Uh, I but- feel like we should be using a similar strategy that circumvented the last trap. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And I will. Rocks. Rocks, throw rocks, <laughs> uh, and so even with this kind of dim light that is is coming through your your um, hole there, you can discern <laughs> some things. So you see brilliant bright colors everywhere in this tunnel. Stones and pigments are undimmed by the passage of decades. The floor of the corridor is a colorful mosaic of stone with a distinct winding path that starts. Um, where you are, uh, not where you are, but at the at the the end of your your um, crawl space, uh, winding path of red tiles about two feet wide, snaking its way down south down the corridor. No stonework can be seen on the walls or the ceiling twenty feet above, for some sort of cement or plaster has been smoothed over all of these surfaces and then illustrated. So there, every surface that you look at has something on it. The scenes show fields with kine grazing, and I didn't know what kine was, but it's just a, a word for a bunch of cows. A yeah. coughs with several wolves in the background. I had no, see, I learned something. Thank you, Gary Gygax. See, uh, cow <laughs> is gender specific. Oh, I didn't know that. Ah. See? Kine are cows and bulls. Oh, see, there you go. So there are cows and bulls. Who knew? I learned another thing. Thank you, Monty. Workers of various races. I'm a bard. (laughs) (laughs) The first time I read this, I thought, what kind of, I've never heard of this D&D creature, a kind. What is this? I was very excited. And then I was like, oh, A, I'm an idiot. And B, it's just cows and bulls. Uh, Workers of various races and strange human-animal mixtures. Pig-human, ape-human, and dog-human. Those are your three favorite animal-human mixtures going about various tasks uh some of the frescoes show rooms of some building a library filled with many books and scrolls the door of a torture chamber and a wizard's workroom there are chairs windows boxes bales doors chests birds bats spiders and all manner of things shown on the walls uh let's see and i will show you <gasps> let's see if i can do this uh oops. So hopefully a little window has popped up Ooh, and you can wow. see that this is an illustration Fancy. for our people listening. You won't be able to see this, but this Ooh, is an from illustration the, from the original Tomb yeah, of it is. So this is, a, as you can see, so you've got a, a mosaic tiled floor uh, and a bunch of stuff everywhere else. And uh, obviously this is a worked room uh, and they even plastered all of the stones. So you don't see any natural stone anywhere in here. This is a Rorschach test, isn't so it? So it feels like the fancy entrance but is that a trick most likely yeah I will what if we went it. to the other entrance and dug it for 10 minutes and just check that out <laughs> but, i mean it would be nice to check it i i, I feel I like agree. we should be thorough yeah. yeah uh by the way i am not using my winged boots at this time 
Ah, okay, yes, because you can only four hours a day, right? Yes, okay. Well, I will uh, trust you to keep track of that. I am going to be using them a lot once we are inside, (laughs) because I just realized I could levitate six inches off. Ah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's it's like you're floating. (laughs) All right, so you you you, the uh, the digging crew moves to the other uh, area that you found. Uh, You spend about ten minutes uh, digging out. Yet another crawl space, uh, and you can see in this crawl space, uh, the corridor before you is made of plain stone, roughly worked and mortared with a 10-foot high ceiling. No webs in this one. And there is there are two doors uh, that you can, I'll say you can make it out. I'll just reveal the whole. There's nothing other than these two doors in there. Hmm. And they are separate Rocks. doors, so they're not double doors. There's there's a door to the, your left and a door to your right. Hmm. Oh well, um, Linnell goes ahead and wait. How far ahead? How far ahead is the, are the doors? Yeah, sorry. Uh, let's see. From where you're standing, let's count some squares. Everybody's favorite uh thing. That's <laughs> twenty feet. Uh, 40 feet, oh, 60 darn it. feet, 70 feet. Okay. So no mage handy. You could, you could go into the room and use mage hand. Ha ha ha. <laughs> you could go into the room and use mage hand. <laughs> yeah, you go in. <laughs> um, can I throw another rock in there? Oh, all right. Where are you throwing your rock? Where in the room are you trying to get? Uh, I guess I'm just going to kind of get up to kind of the where we've got d- dug an entrance and I'll move in a nice big stone again, like last time, probably mm-hmm. about 200 pounds. All right. So you throw it in there and, uh, it hits the ground. So you hear some tile, uh, although this tile isn't as nice as the tile in the previous, uh, entrance, uh, break. And that's about it. I feel like opening the doors would trigger the trap. Oh, I know. Um, Linnell, uh, you you may have noticed that he was carrying around a cleaning instrument, instrument, implement on his back, Um, a sort of broom with wicker, with a wicker brush on the end. Um, He pulls it out and... Uh, lifts his leg and uh, sits down on top of it and then begins to hover in the air. Um, hmm. And he... He's a, he's a witch. I might die, but uh, <laughs> Linnell moves forward 40 feet into the room, hovering above the ground okay. so that he's got 30 feet left to open the door. But I'll, I'll start there because I know Scott wants to, wants to kill me. I don't want to kill anybody. I do want then to why see... did you invite us to the Tomb of Horrors? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Maybe I do want to kill somebody. <laughs> you do. Just uh, embrace oh, it. And I, I should say, I these maps always... I don't know why. Some maps, uh, uh, squares are 10 feet, and some maps, squares are 5 feet. On this map, squares 10 feet. So uh, all of my previous calculations were slightly off, but I noticed early enough. So, uh, so you are going in uh, 40 feet, you say, Linnell? Yes, so, so that, that I've would got put 30 you, feet of range. I'm going to grab you and put you in no there. Do, do, do. So that's where you want to be. 
Sounds kind of hovering good. above the floor, and there you go. You're on your broom or cleaning instruments. I shouldn't say broom, uh, and you are hovering. All right, um, Linnell uh, reaches out with his mage hand directly uh, in front of him at that door and uh, attempts to pull it open. All right. Uh-huh. Thirty minutes later, it said push. so this is once again these are both kind of oaken doors they've got large uh iron rings uh your mage hand do you which door did you say you were opening left Uh, or right left left. all right Uh, left uh, as we're looking at it on the map linnell it would be his right okay uh you, you linnell's mage hand grabs it opens the door and reveals behind it a blank wall let's give the other one a try and opens again. They're both unlocked and reveals another blank wall. Excellent. All right. Linnell sort of putt-putts out um, and says, it appears this is another trick. Perhaps we should make our way to that middle entrance. Okay. I agree. Sounds good. All right. Let's go to that middle entrance. I will. So this middle entrance, you are... Uh, looking in, I imagine you probably have, uh, dark vision 60 feet, probably, uh, maybe more. One, two, three, four. We'll just do that. Uh, well, since you ask, I have dark vision to 60 feet. My guess was correct. So that's what, without a torch, you could see that uh that's where you could that's what you can see there are there's this this red path in the mosaic uh on the floor so and is the red path the safe path or the dangerous path probably an open mouthed skull a red path I mean, uh, a couple of us don't have to actually walk the path. We can just float above it. (laughs) That is true. This feels like an opportunity um, for a stone to be thrown by our I was going to say, what if we throw a stone on the red path? Let's take a nice 200-pound stone and roll that onto the red path. Oh, all right. So you you uh you're very strong. You you find a good rounded stone that you can push through your crawl space. It, It slams onto the floor, breaks some tile mosaic as it uh, oh. does. Uh, and now it's there. So you can... We're here to ransack this place. So we could like roll it ahead of us? <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. It, so I'm going to just go like, can I crawl in and stand on that red path? Yep. Where, where the stone is sitting? Yes. You're kind of straddling the stone because it's a pretty big stone. But uh, yep. yeah. Um, can I just kind of roll the stone ahead of me and walk down the red path. Sure. I'll, I'll go, uh, I don't know, to here unless something happens. Sometimes D&D parties collect uh, familiars and animals. <laughs> You've got a stone. stone. A, a pet stone, a pet rock. It's, it's handy. I might just put it in my backpack. <laughs> All right. So you're going to keep walking. I think Linnell's following... I yeah. think I am following too because I'm getting a little like bored. Yeah, I will also follow. But once I'm inside, I am using my winged boots to travel 
one foot off the floor. All right. And are you just, are you, uh, tell me what you're doing. Are you examining the room? Are you just pushing this rock down the, the path? I would um, like to examine the art on the wall. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is good stuff. These, uh, yeah. Murals and stuff. There might be clues in it. And so there are um, a lot of murals in this room, like every surface other than the floor covered with something. Uh, I'm going to reveal it. Can I do an investigation check with that? Sure. So uh, give me an investigation check. Uh, 26. All right. So you, you feel like natural 20. Oh, that's good. Uh, as you're, you're looking around, you walk, I say you walk around a little bit and, uh, you examine the path and you, you, you've been pushing the stone ahead of you going down and then you notice right here. So you're still on the path. Uh, Mm -hmm. you notice that the floor is a little different than, um, the rest of the floor. So you, you get down, uh, and with a 26, you, you can easily determine that this is a covered pit. I knew it. So the trap door. Okay. If I roll the rock on top of it, does it activate the trap door? Uh, you, you roll, if you are going to do that, I will tell you what happens. (laughs) <laughs> okay so it's all okay i was thinking like hole but it's a activation yes so it's basically it looks like the rest of the floor but you know that there's there's like a lip around it that looks oh, like it's okay. a, a section that okay. will move in some way okay so i i'm not going to do that um does anybody uh with uh, say winged boots or something want to uh, move <laughs> to the other side oh and i will draw you actually with that Roll. You also know exactly where it is. Sure. So you know what? Us. Since I have winged boots and I am feeling cocky, and D and D is more interesting when people do things. <laughs> what? I'm going to walk down here. You're going to walk down there. All right. Yeah, I am. <laughs> oh. Whoa! Walking or floating? So Daphne sees the. Uh, the corridor continues to the edge of her superior dark vision, and the the path continues. The red path continues snaking down the corridor. So, um, if those of us without wing boots or cleaning instruments, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you can see the edge over here. So perhaps. I shall be so bold. Uh, maybe I maybe I should tie myself to a rope. Maybe we should rope up. So I don't think the broom fall. can hold. Excuse me, the cleaning instrument <laughs> can hold up to four hundred pounds. So I I'm could, less than four hundred pounds. Yeah, I could temporarily let you hop on as we go over the pit trap. Oh, I know this okay. one, but then you have to leave her here and go back and get the panther <laughs> and then come over here again. Oh, that's right, the panther. Oh, I the forgot panther. about the panther. My panther. We that should have a I token for the panther. Sekhmet after my cat, which could be a mistake. Sorry, Sekhmet. Okay, I'm going to 
obviously kind of walk around and uh, work my way up to Daphne and do another uh, investigation. All right. And I roll oh, 12. That's disappointing. Uh, well, you are, given that you know what you're looking for, uh, you actually see that you are standing near yet another one of these traps. Is there mm. anything in the murals that indicates there's a trap here? Like oh, maybe yeah, whenever pattern. there's a trap, the mural shows somebody falling into a hole. I realize that's very <laughs> on the nose. <laughs> uh, no, there right. is not, sadly. Um, but there is, it's unclear to me. Let me look at something. I may have neglected to tell you something. Aha. Aha. Yes. So here along the wall, right next to that trap, the first trap that you found here is, um, I I drew a little orange thing there. Uh, an outstanding, like there, there's a mural, as I said, there's a, this is two jackal headed human figures are painted on the wall. Uh, and they appear to be holding a real bronze chest that is protruding out of the wall. <laughs> oh, as if someone should approach it and grab it. Like some <laughs> yeah, kind right. of fool. Probably has treasure in it, right? Mm-hmm. Should we mage hand it or should we leave it alone? We should leave it alone. We're going to mage hand it. <laughs> 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 like, what are the chances there's treasure in there? Probably high. Everyone else has fallen in the pit. So what do you? Let's you, mage hand it. <laughs> All right. So how are you gonna mage hand it? Um, so in the photo that you showed, the mm-hmm. Rorschach test ink blot photo, um, <laughs> it looked like it was sort of stuck out of the wall a little bit. Yep. So it looks like they, so, they embedded this bronze chest into the wall. So maybe Daphne, you could sort of grasp one side of the edge. I'll grasp the other, and we'll sort of work in concert as if we have two hands, sort of trying to wiggle it out from the wall. Sure, let's do that. Does that work for you? Cool. Yeah. That is what we will do, Scott. All right. Try to so pull you it from the wall. you realize that? Um, oh, you're trying to pull it from the wall. Uh, mm-hmm. It is stuck in there. But as you're you're looking at it and kind of jiggling it, you notice the 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 bottom jiggles as opposed to the top. So it feels like uh, this is a chest that opens from the bottom and not the top. Oh no! Spilling the treasure out on top of the pit trap. Yes. Clever trap makers. Clever. I open it. Uh, with your mage hand or with you your hand? <laughs> with my mage hand. <laughs> Uh, it opens and, uh, I am in the dungeon physically, but my goal is to never actually interact with anything. (laughs) So your mage hand is there. It opens and out of the box, uh, this, this needle quickly shoots and sticks into the floor. It goes through the mage hand. Um, and, and, uh, if you wish to examine the needle, you can. (laughs) That doesn't look like treasure, but yes. Uh, can we examine the needle? Sure, it is. It is clearly you are, are, are seasoned adventurers. It is clearly a poison needle. 
Um, it's okay, a clue, then, you guys. Can can you sort of uh, <laughs> you know if you get the your your candy bar stuck in the vending machine sort of situation, can mm-hmm. the mage hand kind of cl- my mage hand sort of crawl up into the box and sort of feel around, try to see if there's <laughs> anything else inside? So yes, it can. But the problem with the mage hand is that it is not; it doesn't have its own intelligence, right? So you have to tell it what to do, and you don't feel through the mage oh, hand. That's true. So it's oh, in can there. Can I tell it? Can I tell that it? Haptic feedback. Yeah. An upgrade. Am I, is it possible for me to tell it, like, if it, if it? I don't. Well, I guess I can just have it sort of grab as it's in, as it's sticking you inside. You can just have it go in there. And then it's like you're grabbing, sort of you're like, putting your own hand in a covered box, and you're like a, a la the the Quisac Satarach, uh, the the that's a that's a Dune reference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Since it opens to the bottom, can then so it's in the box, and then uh, I'm just gonna have it sort of go like this to sweep out the hole. Oh, I see. So, so it, sort of some some dust comes out, but nothing, and okay. you feel like uh, you hear. It's catch on like a, something rattles in there, but you can't see what it is. Mm, no mage eye. All right, I'm going to try something. Do it. So I've been walking like this, but there's no reason I have to. So I will go horizontal. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> lower amazing. myself near the ground, like Mission Impossible, but face up. Mm-hmm. And this. Uh, <laughs> Move All right, my so, eyes so, under it. <laughs> you uh, certainly see a uh, a rod that is in the chest, kind of vertically from the 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 top of the chest, uh, and it clearly looks like it's a lever that you can move. Ooh, I will reach my mage hand up, grasp it, and then before doing anything, <laughs> move my body out from under it, return to. <laughs> Mm-hmm. where i was now start wanging that lever around Hooray. uh and so it moves easily uh oh. and as it moves the the trap door that you had previously discovered opens and you see that it is a 10 foot covered pit and at the bottom of it are spikes oh lovely that's a lot of work to make a trap open i like it let's keep going <laughs> <clears throat> and also along this wall, I uh, neglected to. Uh, there's mention. so much going on here. There, there's a lot of That's stuff that true. I neglected to mention. Uh, there is a uh, a torture chamber kind of door, uh, an iron door that is painted on the wall or on the plaster uh, that looks like it's confining some sort of horrid creature. Um, Wait, and, we can actually see a living creature? But it's like just a creature? painted door? It's painted onto the... Oh, okay, it's so like it's a, not a real door, it's painted. No, it's painted, and you can basically think of like a, a, a an iron prison door with kind of tentacles coming out of the, the bars. Oh. Mm. Let's keep uh, going, guys. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. All right, so I will I will imagine that you will eventually just get to the bottom of this corridor. Uh... And uh, uh, as you are walking, you're you're. Uh, are you uh, thawed? Are you continuing to roll the 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 boulder down the red path? No, I've left the boulder behind. Ah, okay. By pet rock. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, should we be you. checking for more? Um, I was going to say, can I do another investigation check? 
Yes. So as you're you're walking, which one you found that one? Uh, so give me another investigation check. Uh, natural one. Oh no, sorry, seven. Uh, thirteen. All right. Well, that is not good enough. So Chimosa, you are actually you uh, as Thald is uh, kind of looking very carefully around, uh, and you're just walking devil maker down the uh the corridor uh you step on another pit uh and uh give me a dexterity saving throw uh chamosa chamosa oh sorry yes i thought it was someone else dexterity saving yes to see if you fall in Because you're on guard. You know that these pits are here. You don't know where they are. But I rolled a not natural 20. All right. So nice. just you step on it. The the pit kind of reveals itself and you quickly kind of fall back uh, and are not on the bottom of this pit. Woo! But now there's a 10 foot pit. But now there's a 10 foot pit. Okay. I walk around the pit. <laughs> off the path yep I'm gonna do another investigation check ooh give it to me does this path lead to all of the pits that's great <sighs> 11 <laughs> uh, it didn't one was on the with path with 11 you don't, you don't notice anything uh, although Linnell give me a dexterity saving throw please Okay. even if I'm not touching the ground Oh, you're not touching the ground. That's right. You're on your your. He's on his cleaning. My bed. cleaning instrument. <laughs> your cleaning instrument. Is, don't give me uh, a uh, dexterity saving throw. Okay, but in that case, I'm just going to roll investigation check oh, here, no. pal. Uh, <laughs> Twenty two. Mm. <laughs> I don't like being called pal. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, you <laughs> notice another a pit right below you. Excellent. Um, be Thanks, careful. Linnell. There is a pit in front of you. Yes. And there are also a couple of things as you reach the end of the corridor. Daphne, you are standing in front of to the south on the wall. Uh, a relief statue of a devil face formed of mosaic tiles. The, stat- the face has a huge O of a mouth inside of which the space is dead black. And there's also a doorway that you can see to your east, I believe. Uh, and in through that doorway is a small room. And on the wall that is facing, that Daphne is facing, is a stone archway filled with a veil of thick vapors. The stones on either side of the base and the keystone protrude slightly from the stones around them. As you move to within... Oh, you haven't moved it within. You're not touching it. So, not yet at least. So, let me vapors. show you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the... Face of the Great Devil, as it is called. So you can mm. see this is a huge kind of mosaic sculpture of, of a devil face. Uh, it's a handsome one. Should definitely stick a you. hand in there. This is the in the room there. Um, these stones are not glowing, but they will, because I'm sure you'll get close enough to it. Uh, there's an archway with a swirling vapor in it. That is a cool name. Swirling vapor, yes. So what would you like to do? Well, I had two ideas, one being we could shoot an arrow or I could shoot an arrow through either of those spaces. I can also summon a beast and we can send a beast through it. But that is um, 
a beast that could some at some point fight for us and you know but yes we could summon a beast and send a beast through first oh and i should mention so the there's this red mosaic uh, on a path on the, the mosaic on the floor uh, and you notice as you're standing here that it branches off so it's been one path that's kind of winding down the corridor here it branches off and one branch goes directly towards the devil head and kind of ends there and another branch goes into the room with the uh the arch are you it's telling me this blood. was blood the whole time yeah, <laughs> no no it's it's red tile it is it is red tile it, it does not appear to be blood you did examine it uh thals has been examining it the whole time so um he knows it's actually tile there may be does some someone, old blood but. does someone want to handle sort of investigating the misty door and or i mean sorry the the devil mouth and then one person want to handle examining this room off to the side in terms of just rolling investigation checks not actually going into them yeah Yeah. i'm just gonna have a look at the devil head and investigate that all right and i roll a 26 all right before i tell you that as you are walking down the path you kind of get to the edge of the, the the end of the red path and you've been looking at this path uh as you've been walking down uh you suddenly realize as you step towards this devil, that encoded in this path was a message. And you know the message. It just oh. kind of appears in your brain. Uh, and the message is, Akarak congratulates you on your powers of observation, so make of this whatever you wish, for you will be mine in the end no matter what. Go back to the tormentor, tormentor or through the arch, and the second great hall you'll discover. Shun green if you can. But night's good color is for those of great valor. I'll share this with you all. Uh, if shades of red stand for blood, the wise will not need sacrifice. Aught but a loop of magical metal, you're well along your march. Two paths, two pits along the way will be found to lead to a fortuitous fall. So check the wall. These keys and those are most important of all. And beware of trembling hands and what will maul. If you find the false, you find the true. And into the columned hall you'll come. And there the throne that's key and keyed. The iron men of visage grim do more than meets the viewer's eye. You've left and left and found my tomb, and now your souls will die. Oh my god, I need like a month to study this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the message well, that suddenly so we take a month. <laughs> appears. And uh, let's see if there's a... Oh, here. There is a... I'll show this to you. Boop. Here it is. Okay. And that is the message that just kind of, and I, I'm assuming Thald will tell everybody about it. It just kind of, you could read it in the the tiles somehow, and everyone else is kind of looking at the tiles and like, there's nothing there. And you're like, there's a message there. smart. <laughs> Two pits along the way will be found to lead to a fortuitous fall. I think that's what we've already run into, right? Well, a fortuitous fall, though. We've oh, seen, seen the pits, yeah. but there might be... Oh, two pits along the way for fortuitous fall. So, so check I, the wall. The wall of the pit, maybe. If you fall in, then there's a passage out from inside the pit. Or these keys, and those are most important. So do we find keys in some of the pits? Do we have to need, open all the pits? We already opened two, right? Yes. So I would like to winged boot my way to the two pits that we have opened. 
one through fiddling with the rod and one through Chomasa walking over just it. Blindly walking on it. And just uh, lower myself in a little bit and check the walls of those two pits. All righty. Let's see. Pits, pits, pits. So many pits. Just telling me all the damage. Uh, <laughs> all damage. Oh my, so much damage. <laughs> so much damage. Uh, Ancient red dragon. Oh no, that's not it yet. Uh, <laughs> so you, you spend some time. Give me an investigation check. And you can roll twice, once for each pit. Okay. My first roll was a 12. My second roll was a 19. All right. So you, uh, first thing you notice is that there are spikes at the bottom of each of these pits. They are poisoned, as you might imagine. Not Uh, sure. So you would want to fall on said pits. You also notice that the pit, so you went, the the one that Chamora fell into and then, or almost fell into, I should say, uh, you actually see three pits, right? So you saw this one, this one, and there was the one by the box. We've seen that one and this one. We see four pits on our map. Okay. So you went to the, the two pits that are closest to you. Is that right? Or are you going to all of them? I went to the... The pits that are open, which are the one Chomasa opened, which is that one, and the one that I opened with the rod, which is this one. Okay. Then, uh, yeah, the one with the rod, the only thing that is noteworthy there is, so the other one is um, 10 feet deep, and this one with the rod in it is actually 30 feet deep. Hmm. Um, But that's, you don't see it, notice anything else. All right. Two pits along the way we found. Deleted two fortress. Check. Check. It the also wall. says. What about the walls near the other two pits? Um, is can can we sort of just get uh, as we're looking at all four of the uh, the walls adjacent to these pits? Mm-hmm. Is there any sort of pattern that we're starting to pick up on? Any sort of I can roll investigation or something. Sure. Um, Give me an investigation check. All right, that was a 17. So you are uh, kind of running your hands along the plaster. Remember, this is a plastered corridor. Um, So you're running your hands along the plaster uh, and uh, up and down the the corridor. And you notice that where this mural of the the iron door with the, the horrid creature behind it of some sort uh, it's slightly raised um, from the rest of the wall. So the rest of the wall is, is, is I mean, it's plaster, so it's smooth, but it's level plaster. And then there's kind of like a little bump uh, that is behind this painting of a door and then for the entire painting, and then it goes back to the, the normal it, level. It says, if you find the false, you find the true. We, the false door might be the true door. Mm-hmm. And, and into the column hall you'll come. Yeah. Go back to the tormentor. And now is that the door that has the uh, the torture chamber? That's what I think. Yeah, the one that uh, Linnell just found the bump. Um, I think I'll sort of back away from the wall and use the mage hand to uh, sort of press at the bump, the raised area. Uh, how hard are you pressing? 
Uh, as hard as a mage hand can press. Uh, and so the whole kind of section, the whole door mural is kind of raised from the wall. So it's not just a bump. It's the whole, oh, like the whole thing oh, is bumped oh, oh, out. Okay, I, I misunderstood. You misunderstood because I explained poorly. So it's bumped out as opposed to a bump. Okay. Um, then I'm going to consult the party. Do we think this wall comes out or should uh, we try pressing it in and back? I feel like in and back. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, do, is two, do, can two mage hands work enough uh, strength to uh, press stone? I don't know how, how strong is a mage hand again. It can lift five, five pounds. Oh, five pounds at most. Well, let's give it a try if that's okay, Daphne. But not very. So you push your. You've got your two two mage hands. They're kind of pushing against this this uh, fresco of a wall uh, of a door, if you will. Uh, And the they're not moving it at all. You do notice that around the mage hands, the plaster is cracking. But that's that's about it. Oh, mage hand punches the. As much as it hurts Linnell to like destroy history, yeah, we're like cracking away at the. All right, so your 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 unfeeling, uncaring mage hands destroy this beautiful (laughs) piece of art, uh, and plaster falls to the ground. I expect there's a spell on this that will fix it once we're all dead. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, Uh, and reveals behind it an ordinary door. Okay, there are a couple of things we need to... So I'm wondering, this line here, if shades of red stand for blood, the wise will not need sacrifice aught but a loop of magical metal, you're well along your march. Does that mean there's going to be a wisdom check, and if you pass it, then you need not offer more than a magical ring as like a sacrifice? Um, But I don't know what the shades of red that stand for blood uh, part is. Um... Yeah. And I also like, is everything that this piece, this, this beautiful poem is talking about, is it all in this, <laughs> this hall or so are we going to need to keep this in our heads for later on? We're going to need to keep it in our heads. I'm sure. Okay. Well, cause we haven't seen the iron men of vis- visage grim. Yeah. Or True. the columned hall or the throne or the, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Um, it appears we found a wall. Perhaps this is the uh, false that is true. And also, oh, the, one more thing, uh, party-wise. It says, you've left and left and found my tomb. I wonder if that's directions, like go left and go left again to find the tomb. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. That's all. Those, those are all I've uh, figured out okay. or tried to ponder about the puzzles. Where is the door on the actual pathway? Uh, it is, uh, let me move. It's close to the first pit, I think. Yeah. Boop, boop. Yes. I'm going to move this thing and I'm going to draw. I actually got my uh, geography wrong, but the door is here. So this pit is open and now there's a door here. The jackal thing is right next to it. Oh, gotcha. Do we have some way to cover the pit so that we can try to open the door? Well, there's a space that you can, being careful, you can uh, shimmy around it. So, Oh, sweet. I would this like to another... open the door. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, the door pushes inward and opens into... Oops. I picked the hide area tool instead of the reveal area tool. So. <laughs> 
an empty room with a door on the other side. There's nothing of note in this room except a door. Well, I guess two doors, but one closed <laughs> door. <laughs> I do a investigation. Okay, give me an investigation roll. And now you probably can see a door, so I can remove my 17. poorly drawn door. Uh, 17 reveals that this room is entirely unremarkable. All right. Um, I'm just going to walk to the next door, and I'm going to listen. All right, give me a perception check. Uh, 13. You don't hear anything. Um. Seeing that no harm has come to walking into the room, I think Linnell will join uh, Fald and stand beside and do a perception check as well, uh, listening right. at the door. Still on your, your cleaning instrument? <laughs> yes, for um, now. For right. now. Uh, 17 perception. Wasn't you also don't yeah. know anything. It sounds quiet. And these doors, this is like an oaken door, much like the the one with the, they all have the iron rings on them. Um, this door does. The the door that you came into actually pushes inward, so having a ring on it on that side wouldn't make much sense. But there is a ring on this side so that you can pull it open. Um, um, okay, so is, so it doesn't appear to be locked? It does not appear to have a lock on it. Okay. Can I stealthily open it? Give me a stealth check. Uh, and now you are you are currently alone in this room, opening the door. I'm yeah, I stepped in, back out. <laughs> I'm going to come in, and I'm readying my two swords. All right. <laughs> I'm more concerned like, that the door is going to close behind you. That's why I stepped out. Well, then I guess we're trapped in two locations. So you open the <laughs> so door. So no one's alone. <laughs> And you all die. No. And you see. Uh, uh, I just assumed it was time to split the party. I like to do that. Yes. Um, <laughs> at a certain point in every adventure. Uh, well, actually, you are a human. So do you have a torch? It's dark in here. I do have a torch. Yes. Okay. So you've got a torch. That's fine. Then you can see pretty much the entire room. Uh, and you notice uh, before we roll initiative that there appears to be a statue of a. <laughs> <laughs> Before we roll a initiative, statue. there's a statue. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that looks like a four-armed gargoyle um, that you will, uh, I'm sharing a picture of. It's like a gargoyle, except it has four arms instead of two. Uh, and you thought, briefly, as you opened the door and you peered in, you said, oh, look at that ugly statue. Uh, and then it started to move. <laughs> as uh, things do. As things do. And now we Look at that roll. moving, ugly statue. <laughs> <gasps> Ooh, it's an animatronic. I love those. <laughs> That's right. It's like, like Disney World. Wow, they spared no expense on this place. <laughs> this is just Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> and now let's uh, everybody give me initiative as uh, yes. Gargoyle is not surprised. You are slightly surprised, but you're going into a dungeon. You expect these sides of things. I yeah. had advantage and I got a five. <laughs> oh man. No. I have advantage and I rolled an eight. I don't oh. have an advantage. I rolled a 17. Yes. Oh, fancy. Better. And this guy does not. Ah, I rolled a four. All right. Let me. Ooh, well, that's good. right. Mess this thing up. And Nick, you said you got a five? Yep. All right. 
So the gargoyle goes first. What? <laughs> gargoyle got an 18. Mm-hmm. So it when you open the door, um, it kind of instantaneously came alive. It's it's kind of uh, stony eyes swivel and look at Thald and this it, I'm going to say it, it doesn't have a gender, is going to fly towards Thald and attack. Uh, what is it going to do? That's the question. Uh, oh, it's going to claw you twice. Well, it's going to attempt to claw you twice and then uh, bite you. So let's see what happens here. Two claws first. Um, you you guys are pretty tough, so you may not be able to hit. Uh, 19 and a 14. Uh, one hits. All right. And then the bite. Oh, well, then he also bites you. So he will roll and they're the same amount of damage. So you get this stony bite in your shoulder for uh, six points of damage and then a slash uh, of a claw as it rakes across your chest for five points of damage. So all told, 11 points of damage. Okay. And I have... Um... Oh, just let me... Okay. I also have... Um retaliation oh uh, when i take damage from a creature i can immediately uh if they're within five feet immediately hit back Sh- show this Should've forearm thought- gargoyle gargoyle thought about it gargoyle that's right <laughs> it was clear there was no thought it was just ah. okay so i'm going to use my uh warhammer oh i rolled a 14 so your your warhammer hits the the gargoyle but uh kind of bounces off its its stony flesh mm. so you think i need better than a 14 to hit this uh, gargoyle. <laughs> uh daphne you know you have so both doors are open you hear uh certainly hear uh the sound of a, a hammer slamming against some stone and i'm sure thald is probably like you're not a statue <laughs> <laughs> Never all right. for that. I will float up here, see the gargoyle, mm-hmm. and fire Eldritch Blast at it. Oh, take that, gargoyle. My magical teachings are coming in handy, I hope. Uh, this will be three blasts, actually, because of my level. See, isn't and 15th level fun? What is it? Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, 22. 18, 28. All right, three Eldridge Blasts streak out and hit. All three hit this four-armed gargoyle. Uh, 16 points of damage, please. All right, and then we're all, we're all going to discover how many different ways I can say gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> Never the correct way. And I will... So chips of the stone are flaking off where this... Uh, Eldritch Blast hits. Three kind of little craters appear in its chest. Contemplate a bonus action. Nah. You're all fine for now. Carry on. <laughs> and everybody, I'm assuming you're 15th level, so you all have magic uh, weapons. Is that correct? Uh, people who use weapons. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, un, un, you know, un, it's just a, a random question. Uh, Chamasa. <laughs> well, Chamasa, I'm Chimasa. going to, I can fit in the door next to Thald. Yep. 
So I'm coming in there, and for my bonus action, I am going to say, uh, wave my flame tongue sword sword short sword in that is in one of my hands, and whoosh, it lights a flame. Whoa! Even and better illuminated in here. It is, and I am going to roll a nineteen. A nineteen will hit. So when it's flaming, I get to do 1d6 plus 4, that's 7 points, and then I get an additional 2d6. Oh. So that's a another 4. All right. Oops. And another, so another five. So that's nine plus seven. That's sixteen points. All right. Scargoyle is not having a good day. And then, because I have two swords, <gasps> my short sword of warning, um, which actually should have warned me of danger. <laughs> I don't know if it would have worked through the door. Uh, it's is yes it will that short sword actually will tell me if we are within 30 feet of an enemy uh but also rolls only a 10 uh so that short sword uh feeling abashed because it forgot to warn you uh (laughs) and in its shame misses this gargoyle so that is my turn all right uh All right, your next uh, one, Angry I'm, Gargoyle. I am going to use my Warhammer. I roll a 25. That will hit. And I do 13 points of damage. All right, chips are going everywhere. Okay, and then I'm going to use my next attack. Oh, I only roll a 14. So, uh, you know, you need a little bit more than a 14 to hit, so that, that misses. No. All right. And fifteen did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying I uh I think I might have a bonus action that I can Oh the downside of playing. No, okay, no, I don't right now. Oh, uh okay. so yes, that is that is all I have right now. All right. Linnell. All right. You, um, you hear a lot of commotion. You can't quite bonus, see a lot. Yes. Uh, for bonus actions, you can do those first, right? You don't have to do them after the yep. first action. Okay, cool. Um, Linnell will sort of float forward into the space on his cleaning instrument and um, will cast Hex uh, for uh, as a bonus action. Um so it says you place a curse on a creature that you can see within range. And until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage for the target whenever you hit it with an attack. Um, and then also choose one ability when you cast the spell. The target has disadvantage on ability checks made with the chosen ability. Um, I think we'll do... <sighs> Wait, is a, a ability... Those are not the skills. That's like your charisma, your strength, your dexterity, right? Correct. Okay, excellent. Then let's do a um, uh, disadvantage on strength checks. Okay. 
All right. And now um, Linnell looks back at Daphne, sort of gives a nod, and then casts Eldritch Blast. <laughs> and I've also got three, so. All right. So you know you need a 15 or better. Okay. The first one hits. The second one hits. And the third one definitely hits. And I get uh, four damage for each of those. That didn't feel very powerful. That's, that's 12, 12 points. Yeah. yeah, that's true. If you add it up, see, it's a bigger number. <laughs> it's weird. When you <laughs> add it up, it's actually, yeah, how odd. So now you, your, your three Eldritch Blasts kind of uh, are hitting its chest as well. And there's now a little hole you can see right through the gargoyle. It's still alive, but it looks like it's seen better days. Alone in a room under a hill. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And now it has more targets to choose from, but uh, it still has, it only has eyes for Thald. So it's going to kind of do two claws and a bite again. See what happens. Um, Well, that misses. And uh, I'm sure 14 will miss. So one more Mm -hmm. bite. Uh, So it, it, in its kind of, it's, it's terror. It feels as though its days are at an end. It, it kind of flails and tries to bite and misses you completely. It's kind of freaking out. All right. And can I still do a retaliation? You no, know, I have to take to, damage. Yeah, it has to hit. Yep. So you, you've just scared it. Uh, and it has not scared you. Daphne, you've got mm-hmm. a, a flailing four-armed gargoyle in your sights. Three Eldritch Blasts. Pew, pew, pew. <gasps> All right. Uh, 29, 23, and 18. They all hit. I have a plus 11 on this. <laughs> you're, you're probably not. Ooh. 21 damage. All right. Well, that as the three Eldritch Blasts blast into this gargoyle, and it blasts it apart, and it shatters. We are out of combat, as you are in a chamber. Thought, how do you feel? Do you need healing? Uh, yeah, I could use a little bit. I'm down uh, about 20, 18 points. Okay. Uh, well, I will float up next to Thald and cast Cure Wounds. Ooh. Which will be a D8 plus 5. 11 points. Excellent. Thank you. I would just like to point out, I totally forgot to use my panther. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I pet the panther on the head. So do I. Chat. Good, oh. good segment. Uh, I can keep my flame. I sheath, or I don't sheath my sword. I just like, whoosh, and it douses. Oh, I like it. Until next time. I mean, I can keep, like, keep it going. I guess I can use it as a torch. Because it will stay lit. Until I use a bonus action to speak it, to sh- or I drop it or I sheath it. So I could just walk around with my flaming sword, which is not super subtle. All right. I'm going to go um, investigate the shattered pieces <clears throat> of the gargoyle. Oh, all right. You find uh, pretty easily. Uh, well, it's head 
is on the floor, detached from its body because it's shattered. Uh, and on its neck, you see that there's a, a studded collar, and that's the only thing that is of note. And the collar is studded with ten gleaming gems. Excellent. And you can, if you want to do, I don't know, some sort of knowledge, intelligence check, dungeoneer, uh, dungeoneering is uh, not a thing anymore, but uh, some check to see what kind of stone it is. Nature. They're natural things. Nature. And let's see. Insight. Sure. Insight. Yeah. You could pull on your, your previous <gasps> experience. Well, it's a natural one anyway. So uh, well, they, they're I'm blue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're definitely blue. Can I take them? Uh, yeah. So 10 gems. 10 gems uh, and a collar. <laughs> and Is as it you're, pretty? We can put it on the panther. You're looking at the collar. Uh, you think that you find a little secret compartment in the collar. And oh. there's a slip of parchment in it. Oh, well, then I'm going to read that uh, parchment. So you open the parchment and uh, it's written in some kind of magical code that you cannot comprehend. Mm, I hand that off to somebody who is, or I share it with the rest of the party to see what uh, their thoughts are. Is it in celestial or infernal? It is not. It is in some kind of code. This is in some sort of language. Abyssal or primordial either? Nope. It looks like it, it, it is... It has some runes from all four of those things, but it looks like it's some kind of some kind of wacky code. Um, nope. Can uh, like I do a perception check to see if I can read it or decipher it? Uh, all right, give me a perception Is check. Seventeen. You are, as you're looking at it, it, you know, the, the letters seem to be changing, uh, and you feel like it's, it's magic of some sort, um, but you don't know how to read it. Okay. I feel like we should keep it. Yeah. So we can figure this out. Okay. You want to hang on to it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go uh, just investigate the rest of the room. Okay, so you see to the south, uh, a door. To the east is another door. Um, so this is the eastern door. This is the southern door. Sometimes you can't really tell on these maps when things are not revealed. I'm going to draw. And uh, the rest of this area is just a good old-fashioned room. Where you keep a gargoyle. <laughs> okay, should we go south? That works for me. Yes, let's go south. Excellent. I'm going to go listen at the door. And I roll a 20. All right, you don't hear anything. Okay, I'm going to, uh, using stealth, try the door. All right. And I roll a natural one on stealth. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so you open the door as loud as possible. <laughs> <laughs> you slam that thing open. Everybody be very quiet. And you, you, you peer in and it's an empty room and on the opposite wall is another door. 
Do we want to go try the east door? No, south. Deeper south, in. Okay. So I go to the next door and I'll do my usual. I have a listen and I roll a natural. Oh, no, a 714. Oh, all right. Well, you don't hear anything. And as you're listening in there, um, you notice from the ceiling, uh, give me a dexterity saving throw as you hear a bolt is fired from the ceiling towards you. Okay, fortunately, I have advantage. Oh. And I roll a 16. Uh, well, even with advantage, you, you do not succeed, so you get hit by a bolt, uh, and you take six points of damage. Ouch. And you do not hear anything on the other side of the door. And you don't think it's because, you know, you were hit by a bolt, but you just don't hear anything. <laughs> I can't hear you. There's a bolt in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I am going to uh, use stealth again and see what I can do to stealthily open this door. And I roll an amazing four. All right, so you you slam open this door as well. You just got to kick it open. You think this will be a good way to open this door. And you see another empty room uh, with another door to the, the west this time. Okay, I'm feeling a little bit uh, cautious here. I'm, gonna, so I'm like, going kinda- to kind of hang back and be in sight of you oh yes what is everybody uh, else doing so i'm gonna roll investigation on this next room without going into it just kind of looking around through the door oh all right and i roll a 16 all right so you definitely see as you're looking both in the room you're standing in and the room you're looking into uh you glance up at the ceiling and you notice a bunch of uh holes in the ceiling uh mm-hmm. and given your previous experience where a bolt shot out at you uh you think that they're uh bolt holes basically that and there are okay. a lot of them <laughs> okay so uh so that means that in both rooms yep okay so everybody that walks through is going to get hit with a bolt um what is it the floor that activated the bolt like was it a pressure plate uh, give me another uh, investigate or perception check. Okay, uh, twenty-one. Uh, so you look and you you don't really know. It doesn't appear as though there's some mechanical thing. So it's not like a pressure plate or uh, anything like a that. Beam but you're of not light, sure what... like in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't understand how that worked, but. But yeah, no, you don't know. But you definitely know. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, let's see. Can I, if I um, take my axe and kind of wave it through the doorway, mm-hmm. just kind of um, see uh, see if I can trigger anything? Sure. So you wave your axe through and um, nothing happens. <sighs> okay. If only we had a rock. I know, right? <laughs> Can okay, I go we back do have we do have, have some gargoyle. bones, so we should put some gargoyle bones oh, on there. Point. I go Can get I the gargoyle and bring the, the gargoyle. gargoyle is basically just a pile of rocks because they're oh, it's a living point. statue. Well, not now. <laughs> a, a, a once living statue. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is the skull, right? The skull, the head exists. Yep, the head is is still there, so that's a good size rock if you want to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, just maybe roll it through the the door <laughs> towards me. I roll it better with a rock. (laughs) That's right. All right. Yeah. So the this this uh, gargoyle head is rolled across the room to you. Uh, 
And as you, you bend to pick up the rock, another bolt shoots out, uh, but misses you and clatters to the floor in the room that you're hmm. standing in. And yeah, yeah. How many bolt holes are there? You can't, well, uh, I'm going to stereotype here, uh, but uh, <laughs> I was going to stereotype. <laughs> I'm going to not uh, insult the bard and just say there. there's a huge number of them. You can't even, uh, no. you don't have time to count okay. how many there are. <laughs> are they all okay. at the same height? Uh, so if you, I'll say it's all made a, a very good investigation check. So they're all, you know, level on the, the, with the ceiling, but he does notice that they're at kind of different angles. So it looks like they're, they're oh. tubes that are differently angled. And he would have noticed cool. as well that the, the bolt that came, hit him before came from a different place than this bolt that missed him, uh, and had different trajectories. So it looks like, you know, they're kind of, whatever mechanism is, is shooting them off, uh, it is kind of. <laughs> theoretically randomly picking one of the the bolts to shoot from uh and it may hit you it may not mm. this is a good death trap i've seen death traps a lot and this one <laughs> very complicated <laughs> takes the cake yeah let's look at our is there anything in our um i want certain death it has to be you know in our message yeah shun green knight's good color I think we just rush through these rooms as quickly as possible. That's not, can I? Well, yeah. I'm quiet. The name. I don't think we ever do that, do we? <laughs> <laughs> so far, I'm saying, not, I think, that's, I think this is a trap that just fires occasionally while you're in the room, designed so we just to punish go people fast. that investigate. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so I'm going to go into the next room, and I'm going to try and, like, stay uh, along the the edge of the, the the wall and work my way over to the next door okay so you are you going to start from the 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 east side and go all the way around or are you going to go no, okay just yeah the shortest distance just kind of edge you. my way around the, the side all right and as you're you're going in there uh a bolt fires off <laughs> uh give me a dexterity saving throw okay uh, oops uh 18 uh and it hits you you take eight points of damage this time Ouch. Uh, but you you are able to get to the door and it is unlocked so but if you want to listen to it whatever but you're there at the door okay i'm going to uh listen and i get a 12 you don't hear anything and then i'm going to stealthily open the door <laughs> and I roll a twenty this time. So ah, all right. I don't so dash it down. <laughs> Nobody even knows that you've opened the door, other than you. Uh, and you open the door to reveal another empty room <laughs> with ceilings <laughs> full of holes and a door. I feel like this oh, room just Lord. goes around and back into the same room. <sighs> There's no door back into the same room, though. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do I keep getting hit with bolts or? Yeah, keep pushing. Okay. Keep, keep going because so, you're going to get hit going back anyway. <laughs> God, I hate this. I go around to the next door um, okay. and I roll. I listen at the door and I roll a 25. All right. And as you're listening, you another bolt shoots off and misses you. Okay. Uh, you don't you don't hear anything. 
Okay, then I stealthily open the door and I roll a 12. All right, not as stealthy as before, but still pretty quiet, all things considered. And you open it up into another room, <laughs> and <laughs> opposite you is a door. <laughs> okay, I that just, is rude. I jump ahead. Open the door as quickly as possible. All right. And as you open the door to find, infuriatingly, a blank wall behind it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? A bolt clatters to the floor and misses you. <laughs> run back. Okay. I just, as quickly as possible, run back. I don't know. How many times do I get hit? <laughs> uh, all right. So you run back and every time you you are in the room, uh, it shoots off and uh, give me two dexterity saving throws. Okay. Uh, first one, I get a 18. All right, so you get hit by a bolt. So that's one point of damage. That's tolerable. And then I do another dexterity savings throw, and I roll a five and get hit again. And oh, this time uh, you get 10 points of damage. Ow! Ouch. And then you, you burst out into the room with a couple bolts in you and an angry look on your face, I would imagine. <laughs> okay. Anybody, uh, I'm, I'm down a fair bit of hit points here. How many? Uh, 32. 32? Oh, man. I oh. have uh, oh. the good berries, which I can cast and give you 10 points. With That's a first level spell for me. Uh, I got it. I got it. Uh, I'll <laughs> okay. do a fourth level cure wound. which gives you 4d8 plus 5. 28 points. Oh, thank you. Nice. I feel much better now. Woohoo. So there was one door, and there is another door to the east. All right, I'm going to go. Uh, there's got to be something better through this door, he, th he thinks. Absolutely. <laughs> This um, next listen, door for sure. Yeah, exactly. This one is definitely good. Okay, 18 for perception. Uh, all right, you don't hear anything. Okay, and a five on stealth check. All right, you, and you open the door. Okay. And you <laughs> see an empty room. Oh, Lord have mercy. A seemingly empty room. Okay, I am also going to, you know... What is it? Six or seven times bitten, twice shy. Um, <laughs> I'm noticing I'm a pattern here. A perception check, just looking through the door, and I roll a 19. All right. So you look up at the ceiling and you see more of those holes. Uh, <laughs> and you think something on the uh, southern wall. There's something on the southern wall. You can't quite make it out, but you think something's not right with that wall. Um, let Linnell go because he has advantage against traps. Okay. Uh, so Linnell now will... Tell me. I know, I <laughs> forgot about it. <laughs> I was like, do I say this? Or <laughs> um, We wanted you right. to have the spotlight. Like, you get yeah. to see now. It's Linnell's turn. <laughs> All right, I will walk in uh, to the southern wall. Um, yeah. Ow. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'll walk uh, into so as you walk in, you're looking. Give me a perception check as you're All right. looking at this wall. I roll. This is, I think, with advantage for you. Uh, da, 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 da. A twenty. All right. So 
as you're you're looking at this wall, you you think there's a secret door here. Uh, and as you think that, you hear the unmistakable sound of a bolt leaving the ceiling and hurtling towards you. Give me a, a dexterity saving throw at advantage. All right. We'll definitely take the 14 dexterity saving throw, and then uh, I am resistant to the damage dealt by the bolt. I don't know what resistant means. Is that half? Uh, Half damage. So you'll take half of nine, which is four. All right. I can do that. Uh, And then you are, there's basically, there's a secret door in this wall, uh, and you know that you need to, basically, there's a panel here that you need to pull down and then push inward. I would like to do that. All right. You do that, and it reveals, bum, bada, bum, another room that seems to have no doors. Um, I'll go ahead and move forward into that room and do a perception check. All right. Give me your perception check. All righty. You know, this is for secret doors, so if you get advantage for those, you should apply that. I got, oh, God. Um, no, I did. I got a 12. All right. So you're looking advantage. at all of the, the walls. You can't really, you're pretty sure somewhere there's a secret door because yeah. uh, it's fairly obvious, but you don't know where it is. Uh, you do know that uh, a bolt has shot from the ceiling towards you and give me a Alrighty. dexterity saving throw at advantage. Oh, natural 20. All right. So you kind of pivot away and the bolt hits the floor. Can I do a, now that I've been shot at, can I sort of take a breath and try another perception check? Sure. Sweet. All right. Oh, natural 20 with advantage. <laughs> 26. All right. So as you are, uh, now you realize that there is another panel in this southern do- wall uh, that pivots. So you push a pressure point and you pivot. And as you're doing that, you hear... Another bolt coming. Oh, man. And, oh, it does. So give me another uh, dexterity saving throw. All right. First one is 14. Second one is uh, 15. So I definitely think that hits. It does. You take two points of damage as uh, you're pivoting open this secret door to reveal. (gasps) I assume those two points of damage were the halved. Uh, No, actually, it wasn't. So one point of damage. All right, cool. Heal. So you reveal another seemingly empty room all right linnell will say uh bear with me for a moment it appears we're having another one of these situations but perhaps we're getting somewhere did he say there was a bear with him (laughs) he did bear with me it's for only for a moment um (laughs) no i am i'm not a druid that is my friend (laughs) uh linnell walks in and once again perception for doers let's see uh sorry rolling twice to see uh 24 is my highest all right you notice that there is another secret door in the southern (laughs) wall uh (laughs) and this one you need to pull inward and then you pull up at the bottom like a stuck window uh and as you're doing that uh a bolt doesn't even come near you but it shoots off um and you look into this room and it is a very, well, not, very, well, I guess, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 feet. That's a big room. 60 Relative feet by 20 point. feet. Uh, completely empty. Okay. No doors. Um, it's a bigger room. 
No, I think I'll keep going. You, yeah, you folks can run after me if we need we to can. do it. I will go ahead and once again... Give me a perception check. I wish that there was a way for me to turn on advantage on uh, this. Okay. Oh, yeah, a lot of clicking. Uh, 22. All right. And so this time you notice uh, a secret door to the uh, west on the western wall. Uh, and then uh, a bolt clatters harmlessly into the onto the floor, mm-hmm. uh, and you are in D. So, well, this one's not very exciting. This one just slides up. So, uh, if you go over <laughs> to the most westernmost wall, it slides up to reveal. And as you're sliding it up, because it actually takes you a bit to get across the room, uh, another bolt shoots out, but it clatters against the floor and misses you. I yeah. call out. Don't forget that you can use Mage Hand to do that. Oh, that's true. <laughs> In case there are any poison like, needles. <laughs> uh, another very familiar empty room. Yeah, we're definitely perception checking it. Um, you have to be that in it to uh, do that. So I'm going to move you in. Oop. 17 perception. Uh, you know, if past is any indication, there is a secret door in here. You just don't know where it is. Okay. Uh, but you do know you need to give me a, de- a dexterity saving throw because that bolt shoots out. Know that. Let's see. All right. Uh, fourteen was my highest, so I'll right. take damage. And you it's do. Halved. You take. You take five points of damage, uh, which would have been ten points of damage. But- Got it. Okay. Um. After being hit by a bolt, I'll roll perception again. Yes, it, it sharpens the senses. <laughs> it does. <laughs> ah, that was even worse. Oh no! Well, as you're doing that, uh, a bolt kind of lodges into the wall next to your head, but misses you. I wonder if I have anything that could give me like well, an umbrella or than something. A, I need like a pl- a, a plus to my. I don't have anything like that. Okay, I'll just roll perception again. <laughs> uh, still looking around. Oh, could I? Um, could I roll investigation instead? Uh, oh, but I won't get advantage. So never mind. Let me keep doing perception. Oh, there we go. Uh, Twenty-four. All right. So you you find in the northern wall, which is what you're standing in front of, uh, instinctually, uh, that there are double pull panels here. So you pull them inward. There are two panels. They open up. Uh, and give me a dexterity saving throw as another bolt kind of shoots out at you. As I reveal the next room. Uh, yeah, my highest was 14. So I definitely take that damage. All right, you take three points of damage, which has been halved, and it uh, reveals <gasps> everyone's oh, no. favorite empty room. All right, if this well, comes back round. Yeah, then <laughs> we are leaving. All right, I enter the room, and once again, I perception check first before I get hit by fun things. Maybe get hit by fun things. Okay, give me a higher one. Oh, come on. Uh, no, those were not high enough. 11 uh, and 8. All right. Well, you will need to give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. We're really tr- giving this uh, random number generator a, a go of things. 17 was my highest, so uh, I imagine I'm going to take some damage. You are another three points of damage, uh, but you can make another perception check. All righty. And perceive, perceive. 
Aha, 24. All right, you find on uh, in the northwest corner another panel, uh, and I feel like uh, Gary Gygax was getting tired of describing <laughs> secret panels because this one <laughs> slides left. <laughs> <laughs> the con- Akarak was getting tired of inventing panels. Like, ah, <laughs> the heck with it. This one just slides left. Uh, and that will reveal another uh, <laughs> oh, no. empty room. Uh, the bolts are going to kill us. Not uh, it's even, like too much a, sunk cost, though. A bolt clatters onto the floor. Uh, and give me. And I'm assuming you would like to do a perception. Check. I would like to perceive, <laughs> please. All right, give it to me. Uh, no, I won't. <laughs> Fifteen. I don't think it's all high right. Enough. And as you you're you're standing there, another bolt fires off, but it's like on the other side of the room and in opposite direction, so it doesn't even come close to you. All right, rolling perception again. Ah, nope. Fifteen and thirteen. All right, well, another bolt shoots off, but once again, nowhere near you. Woo! All right, hitting these buttons again. Oh, don't roll a one. Oh, no. That doesn't. Yay! Natural uh, 20! Yes! And a, bolt, a celebratory bolt shoots off and misses you completely. <laughs> uh, but here, this is a door. So you found a hidden door, basically. Uh, and on this door, there are seven buttons in a row. Oh, Lord, have and mercy. You know that you need to do something with these seven buttons to open the door. Uh, Linnell shouts as loudly as he can. Despite my logical mind, I am not very good at puzzles. There are seven buttons. Was it seven? Yes. Yep. Okay. Seven buttons. I can describe them to you if you would like, and perhaps I could have some help here. I will use message to say, are they different colors or something? And uh, do you need me to roll perception for the buttons? Uh, nope. I, they're I they're just it? basically seven brass buttons. They're small buttons. They all look identical. Okay. Identical brass buttons. I'm using message. You can just oh. respond magically. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've got magical powers. <laughs> I've got something, but I think I have to be in. Anyway, uh, they're identical brass buttons. I say. What I say, sir. I don't know if I want. Oh, wait. Do I hear that? No. I don't know. (laughs) Unless you're yelling. If you didn't shout it to me, you can shout it. I didn't hear it. Oh. What happens if you push one? I use message. Tromasa would like to know if you push one. I think maybe if you press the left button twice, that constitutes the you've left and left and found my tune part. All right. That is what I will try first. (laughs) I love that we're recommending you do the thing that ends with, and now your souls will die. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, So you press the the leftmost button Well, I don't. My my mage hand does. Of course. It's like one of those uh, brass keys that they're selling because of the pandemic. Like you don't want to touch anything. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so you press the 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 leftmost button twice with your mage hand, of course. Uh, as you're doing that, a bolt shoots off. So give me a dexterity saving throw, uh, and the door remains closed. Oh, I definitely get hit by that one. All right. Well, you only take one point of damage. All that, right, it's already halved. Let's see. Um, did I? I didn't happen to notice anything along the way other than the, the no, because I was only looking for doors. That's right. Um, 
Let me read this again, just really quick. Shun Green. I tell Daphne to tell. Linnell. You can also yell. They can. All the doors are oh, yes, open. I, so, Linnell, <laughs> you went through seven rooms. They seem to be of different sizes. So perhaps if you hit the buttons, each button based on the size of the room, say like one, 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 three times, one twice one maybe that would work like the Uh, size of the room corresponds to the number of times you hit each button ah an architecture puzzle i see (laughs) um i mean it's it's as good an option as any so I guess we're sort of looking back as uh, Linnell was dodging bolts, um, he sort of builds a mental map um, in his brain to figure out what uh, size each of the rooms are sure. and then gets to pressing buttons. Um, I know that we'll quickly know as I uh, press the first one if it's wrong. Uh, so tell yeah. me the sequence that you are, are going to oh, do. Golly. Um, so... What is the smallest room of the seven rooms? Uh, let's see. Well, one, two, three, four, five. Because they all look the same to me. From here. I'm just thinking uh, you hit no. them. There, there's this one that's too big, and there's this one that's three big. Yeah. So, you so I'm thinking you one, hit like one, button number one, one once, button number two twice once, button number three once. Oh, number I see four, now. Four, one, two, three. Got it. Or I have other ideas based on size. Okay, yeah, let's try that. Um, so button the the button to the far left. I'm going to press once, and uh, okay. So this is this is interesting because I don't I didn't know if pressing a button wrong meant a bolt came at me, or if the bolts are independent of my button. I guess pressing. we find out. So okay, yeah, here we go. Button one, I'm pressing once on the far left. Button two, I'm pressing once. Button three, I'm pressing once. Button four, I'm pressing three times. One, two, three. Button five, I'm pressing once. Uh, a bolt hit you for four points of damage. At that point, button five? Yes. Okay. For how much did you say? Uh, four points of damage. That was halved already. Okie dokie. So... Okay. Do we keep going? We- Do you keep trying that pattern, or does that mean we Yeah, ke- keep going. It? At least go through the seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then button six, I'm pressing twice. And button seven, I'm pressing once. Uh, okay, nothing happens. Okay, so... So either that bolt meant that we were right up to that point, or it was just because I was moving in the room and every X amount of movement a bolt hits me. It could oh, I didn't be... get to do a deck save on that. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you should have done a deck save. I apologize. Let me do that. It quick. could be that you need to go in the other direction because it would be west to east. Or try pushing button five again and see if it causes a bolt. Oh, good idea. I'll do, I'll do that first, but um, does a 20 save? Yes, so uh, okay. you, you sidestep as uh, you, you press the button, you look over your shoulder, and you sidestep, and it hits above the buttons. All right, I'm going to press button five first just to see if that's a, hey, send me a bolt button. <laughs> uh, you press the button, you, you hesitate for a second, you press the button, and uh, nothing happens. Okay, sweet. 
then uh, let's try another, it in, oh go ahead go ahead Annette. another idea i had is like is it like press button one press button one press button one press button three press button one press button two press button one based on the size so like but it only that only involves three buttons which doesn't seem like it would be right but and as you're I, talking another bolt comes but it misses you and uh Linnell, give me a perception check okay um is this for doors or traps uh no this is oh, for okay. traps yes for traps okay then i will roll it again and i got a 24 so you uh casting your mind through this this uh complex of secret doors that you've been going through uh you're pretty certain that the 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 bolt trap is just one big trap that's in each of the rooms and it's basically just firing off at a set interval oh so it has nothing to do with the buttons Okay, gotcha. Okay, so they yeah, they are not telling us anything. Um, hmm. Try button one, then button two twice, button three once, button four three times, then button five, six, seven once each. Okay, I do that. Um, nothing happens, and a button right. shoots off. All right. I say we go look at this arch. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. All right, but uh, you have to make your way through again. Uh, are, how are you going to get out of this complex, uh, Linnell? I will just sort of take my hit. So if we can, we'll reconcile after I get back, if that works for you. Yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll just roll a couple time. times and we'll see what happens. See that what happens. One. Cool. All right, give me... Two dexterity saving throws as you're running through. Uh, bolts are shooting off. Advantage. Okay. Um, the f- well, let me just go ahead and get them all out of the way here. Uh, I get hit by both of them. All right. Well, then you take a total of, and this is already halved, uh, six points of damage. All right. All right, so you're through the... I imagine you're just going to leave the secret doors open? Yes. Okay, so they're, they're there. If you want to come back, it'll be easy enough to get through. And you all know... Well, actually, Linnell's the only one who's seen where most of the secret doors are, but they're open, so uh, anyone can get through easily. Or at least they're open at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all so right. where would you like to go? You've How got Linnell doing damage-wise? Um, I've got 115 out of 138, so I'm okay. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, you're fine. Walk it off, Linnell. <laughs> so should we all just, uh, you know, wander down to the... Oh, I, uh, yeah, I guess we didn't really say. Arch. Um, a devil yeah. face in an arch. Okay, I think so. so. Uh, we wander down to the arch, being careful of... Avoiding all of the traps. Yes. All right. And so you are you going to go into the so the arch is on this um, most easternly wall of this room. So I don't know why they didn't actually draw the arch, but I yes, I'm going up to the arch. All right. So as you approach the arch, um, the stones on either side of the base and the keystone protrude slightly from the stones around them. As you move within touching distance. Of the arch, the left hand base stone begins to glow yellow, the right hand base stone orange, 
and the keystone, seven feet above, blue. So the left is yellow, the right is orange, and the keystone, which is above, is blue. And then, the, so there, are, the archway is a stone archway. It's filled with a veil of thick vapors that's just kind of swirling. And I should say that the red path uh, goes through this room and right up to the arch. I would like to study it and maybe do an arcana check to see what this arch might do. Okay. Give me an arcana check. Ooh. I rolled a natural 20, so a total of 23. All right. Let me just look something up. Oh, thank you for the proof. Uh, <laughs> <means> nothing, but... <laughs> uh, so you definitely know that this is some sort of conjuration magic. Um, you have a deep sense that it is a teleportation archway of some sort. Um, you don't know where it will take you, um, but you feel like if you walk through it, you're going to end up someplace that isn't directly through the archway. Uh, Cause I suppose every archway teleports you to the other side of the archway, but, <laughs> <laughs> but this one will take you somewhere. You don't know where. Uh, and you do feel like um, the stones are glowing and you, you, you think back to your, you know, you're a bard. You've heard many tales of uh, these kinds of dungeons and you feel like that there's some sort of sequence, although you don't know what the sequence is like to press the, the glowing stones uh, to, to, activate this all right hmm. shun green there isn't green there is blue and hmm. yellow night's good color i don't know what that means at all. but that yes is night's good color black yeah i will I press think. the or, or, orange keystone okay Press it, uh, and it kind of moves in and stays in. I will press the yellow and then the blue. All right, it goes in, the yellow goes in, the blue goes in. Uh, the the vapors seem to swirl, uh, or not, they continue to whirl, swirl, I should say. Um, I walk into it. All right. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Daphne disappears. I see you disappear and figure. Oh, Hang on. well. And then as after Daphne goes through, the stones pop out again and uh, they fade. Because no one's standing close. But if you stand within touching distance of the archway again, they light up the same colors. Oh, um. Do we remember what order <laughs> he pushed these in? Was it orange, blue, it, yellow? Uh, uh, blue was last. You, I don't remember, but you would remember because you're standing there. <laughs> yeah, uh, you just so, saw me so do it. Monty can tell you what it was. <laughs> if it was he remembers. orange, yellow, blue then? I think it was orange, yellow, blue. Okay. Uh, Scott, I have IM'd you a question. Yes, I was looking up the answer. I know the answer to one part. <laughs> okay. 
All right. So I, given that we are doing a podcast, I will just tell, uh, well, tell me you, so what, what are you folks who are, uh, on the other side of the archway going to be doing before I say what has happened to Daphne? I think I'm not going anywhere because it's one of those somebody needs somebody or somebody's need to stay in case they return situations. So I don't I'm not going through the door or the archway and I'm not leaving the room. I'm just hanging out waiting for uh, Daphne to come back. I do not want to let Daphne be alone in case something's happening. So I am going to follow Daphne. Oh, okay. So you, uh, walk, you press the, in the sequence, you walk through, uh, on the, uh, the pathway and I will tell yep. you where you are, uh, enthalled. You've seen this, you know what the sequence is if you want to do it. Uh, Linnell is like, I need to be here, uh, for, you know, you need proper backup. <laughs> I'm going to be way away. I'm going for it. All right. Oh my god, I guess I was staying here. The same sequence. <laughs> All right. Well then yep. I'm gonna you guys decided to go for it very quickly. So Daphne was doing something that uh so as she's she has a a, a, a strategy that she does not need to uh she's pointing in random directions because she's appeared in a room where you two also appear. Uh this miserable cubicle appears to have absolutely no means of egress. Three iron levers, each about one foot long, protrude from the south wall of the chamber. Um, and Daphne wasn't in there really long enough to do much of anything. So now you all three are in there. Uh, you probably don't know where you are, but it is. Uh, you're still on the map if you... Uh, oh, wait. Nick found himself. So if you... Uh, it's just a little down and to the right, I guess, or left. I found it. Okay, everybody knows where they are, so I will stop. So you are in basically this room that is featureless except for three iron levers uh, on the south wall of the chamber. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> hey. We thought we would come and uh, help you do whatever this is. Maybe that was a bad idea. Oh, well, if that arch had killed me, you'd be dead too now, but luckily <laughs> we're not. Uh, I am going to do an investigation check. All right. And I get 13 going to be my thing but no you can you can both do it so you are there's all really only one thing to investigate in this room and that's these levers so they are you feel like they could be moved horizontally or vertically uh and singularly or in combination um they're easy easily moved um and that's really it i mean there are no you look around see maybe there's a the walls and the ceiling all seem unremarkable All right, let's start wangling these levers. I take the first one and I move yep. it up. All move right. it sideways. <laughs> you move it up and nothing happens. All right, uh, let's move all of them up at the same time. All right, you move them all up at the same time. And in the center of the ceiling, 10 feet above, a little trap door opens. Boop. Oh, I will fly up, to it, up there. All right, you are... Uh, <laughs> in a crawl space that is about three feet square. Um, and it turns east and, uh, then it's kind of ends in a blank wall. Hmm. I fly back down. Okay. So what happens if we push them all to like the West? Let's find out. Uh, 
Nothing. East? Nothing. Hold on to something. Well, hold on to the okay. levers, I guess. Holding. <laughs> down. All right. You push them all down simultaneously. Uh, are you all holding on to the levers? Yes. Yeah. Uh, except for the person who can fly. Uh, the, the the floor <laughs> uh, disappears. And uh, everyone give me uh, a strength check because uh, you are peering into a hundred foot deep pit. Holy moly. <laughs> that you are now dangling from 19. levers above. All right. You're fine. 25. A five? 25. Oh, 25. Oh, That's better. <laughs> <laughs> and Daphne is kind of flying. Uh, you hang out. Uh, it continues to i mean there's nothing that you could do uh and in about 10 minutes the floor appears again <laughs> while well, you're the two of you are just dangling there we're and just Daphne's like, like hanging oh, well that's bad <laughs> oh uh <laughs> i'd like Linda. to fly down there and see what's up okay you can fly down there uh there is uh nothing i can see it's, in dark light as though it's bright light <laughs> it's 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 literally like this room just extended a hundred feet down and then another floor. There's nothing there. No levers or anything down there? No levers. All right, I fly back up. Okay. Hmm. And then after oh. 10 minutes or whatever, nine minutes and 30 seconds, the, 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 the floor closes and the, you had noticed, you probably weren't really noticing because you were dangling over a pit, uh, <laughs> but you look up at the ceiling and that trap door has closed as well. Huh. So, Did you do an uh, investigation or perception check whenever you were up in that? No, space? I was, uh, I was uh, just doing it quick. Uh, first, before we do anything, um, I'm going to return to what I was doing before, which is pointing. Uh, sure, you had ten in minutes. a circle. Uh, so let's uh, let's give and casting message over and over again, trying to find where you guys right, were. So- I would say after like four, uh, let's see, what uh, a number of attempts, you uh, find Linnell's direction. And Linnell, you hear, what message are you sending out? Hi, we're here. We're safe. Respond if you can. So Linnell, you hear that Daphne's voice in your head say that. Okay. Uh, and then I respond. Um uh, very good. Um, I am still in the original portal room uh, awaiting you. Do you uh, have a way back? Uh, not yet. Uh, good to see you or hear from you anyway. Uh, <laughs> there's a crawl space that I think is going to turn out to be good. Um, Thald and Chamasa are currently dangling from iron levers that were in the wall. They say hi. Uh, Linnell says hi, guys. Should I come that Don't way wave. or should I? Uh, maintain our my position here uh maintain your position there i think for now uh we don't know that we can get out i mean i can get out but they might not be able to (laughs) (laughs) understood i will hover up to once everything's back to normal Mm -hmm. okay guys levers up we're gonna go up through this uh trap door in the roof and hopefully there's a uh secret door at the end of the crawl space all right, so you you push the the levers back up. Uh, the little secret door opens. Uh, uh, you can you're you're very accomplished adventurers. You can all somehow shimmy into this. Uh, well, one of you can fly, but the rest like, boots up, pull up. You're a team. You're all in this We're crawl strong. space. 
that ends in a blank wall. Perception or something. Yes, give me a perception check. Anyone can. 20. 22. All right, you... 16. Uh, Everyone but Saul says, hey, there looks like there's like a, a plug in that wall. I can push on it, I think, and get through. I push on it. Push. All right, you push on it, and uh, it reveals another little crawl space that you, uh, I assume, crawl through. After a little bit, uh, you see this door, like a like a hatch. You, do you want to open the hatch? Yes. Is- you open it, and you see before you uh, a bunch of spikes that look like spikes that were on the bottom of a pit. Is that like a dead end? It's either the spikes or nothing? Uh, so you will notice that these spikes look exactly like the spikes at the bottom of the pits in the entrance hall that you came in. Oh, if so, is there oh, a hatch I, above us? And yet you look up and there is a covering and some above you, uh, 10 feet. And you know that those pits were 10 feet deep. All right. Well, I'll uh, float up to it and... Uh... Eldritch Blast. <laughs> All right, Linnell, <laughs> you force hear... damage. <laughs> Linnell, as you are looking at the, the portal, you hear from behind you uh, the sound of uh, a cover kind of shattering under Eldritch Blast, and you look and you see uh, your compatriots crawling out of the pit that is the, the southernmost pit <laughs> near the, the devil's face. Intriguing. It appears you have found one of the uh, passageways that we surmised was a hint in uh, the in Akarak's puzzle. Yeah. And now, you know, when you come through the door at the bottom of the pit, um, whoever the last person is, looks back at them and looks at the wall, uh, and there's nothing there. I mean, there's a wall. What do you there, mean? But there's no door or oh. evidence of a door, and you <gasps> looking okay. for Weird portally stuff? Weird portally stuff. Yeah. Should we try another combination? If you want. Of colors? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yes, 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 yes. So it's like, it's sort of like we have to dial the right combination. And I believe we did orange, yellow, blue. Yes. What if we divide the yellow and blue as a shunning of green? Hmm. I like that. So we just press orange? No, just do ye- yellow, orange, blue, so that you've separated. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, I love it. Let's that it might try. be Good way idea. too esoteric, but <laughs> let's do yellow, orange, blue. All right. Love it. Yellow, orange, blue. You you put it in. The, the stones stay, uh, you know, depressed. Uh, the gate remains unchanged other than the, the depressed stones. Is someone going to walk through? Chomasa, yes. do you want to take lead on this one? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Nice. All right, you appear in a miserable cubicle that appears to have absolutely no means of egress. It's the same room. Well, it appears to be the same that you were in before. Okay. Well, I immediately push all of them up, and you can, you will be able to quickly pop up. You know, after X number of times, you're like, "Hey, I'm over here." <laughs> That didn't work. <laughs> hmm. I mean, it worked in that it sent you to that room, but 
Should we right. put blue first now? Again, keeping yellow and blue separated. So blue, orange, yellow. There's only four more combinations to try. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, tell me what combination you're doing. Blue, orange, yellow. Blue, orange, yellow. It spells right. boy. Boy. <laughs> uh, you. It, the gateway is unchanged. Oh, and remember before it swirled. It's still swirling. It, it hasn't stopped oh. swirling. Did, okay, can I ask you this? When you first described after the, after the first depression, mm-hmm. <laughs> after the Great Depression, uh-huh. um, <laughs> you sort of described the, you, you talked about the appearance of the gate. Mm-hmm. Was that just because that was our first time or was there something different about it that happened uh, at that point? It was because it was your first time. The gate okay, cool. remains to look the same, uh, other than, you know, when you're pressing the sequence, it looks a little different because you're pressing a different sequence, uh, but the, the swirling has not changed. Cool. So it could be leading us to a new place. Um, I suppose since I stayed behind before, I will uh, take this trip. And All right. uh, Linnell walks through the portal. He walks through the portal and appears in a featureless cubicle that appears to have absolutely no means of egress although he i i assume you people are smart so you told him how to get out and so he climbs up and he's like didn't work it's the same all right well let's uh do it quickly then uh yellow blue orange uh as soon as you hit the orange in that sequence the vapor disappears in the gateway and a path appears to go eastward nice let's go that's new I walk through heedlessly. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite way to walk through things. I follow. All right. Is everyone going to walk through? I also follow. Are you going to, is anyone going to heedfully walk through? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Everyone's just no heedlessly following Daphne. I, I just was afraid of getting hit by bolts. So I'm going to do a perception check. <laughs> All right. Oh, our heedful walker. Rolling nine. All right. Well, you don't. You don't. You don't think there are any bolts hiding in there. Okay. I'll go ahead and roll to look for traps uh, with advantage. So you're all. There's a path. Are you all following the path through the archway? Yes. And I got a twenty-one. All right. Well, you don't see any traps in the archway, uh, but you all appear in a small room that holds what appears to be a statue of a gargoyle. Eight feet tall with four (laughs) arms. One of the arms is broken off and lies on the floor in front of the statue. And I will move you all to this room. As soon as I can find it. I'm going to do investigation on the gargoyle. I'm readying my swords. Yeah, I'm going to do Eldritch Blast on the gargoyle. (laughs) (laughs) I call up the flames. all the way over here. Move you over here. Group. Where, uh, uh, where are we? That's a good you question. Haven't revealed the room. I have not. I am going to do that right now. There we are. Oh, okay. You're up Man. near the uh, the first entryway that you found. Oh. Now you your characters don't know that, but you know that because you see the map. Uh, let me show you a picture of this room. Well, not really of the room, but of this thing that's in the room. Uh, 
Let's see. Here it is. And this is a, a three R. Oh, this one looks a little different from the other one. Yes, it's a. It's a I still don't trust it. Gargoyle statue. It's arms on the floor, and it's kind of as you can see, it's got its kind of all three of its hands. Well, all four, but one is on the floor, kind of like in this position, cupping. I wonder if we should position. reattach the arm. Uh, and somebody was investigating the statue. Uh, Nick, I think you said yep. you wanted to investigate the statue. All right. I so am. you see, you notice that um, you definitely think it's a statue. You do not think it's a gargoyle. Um, you think it's a statue of a gargoyle, not an actual gargoyle. Uh, you will. So you look at each of the hands, like you look at one of the hands and you see it's kind of looking like it's holding something or it was holding something. And there's a slight depression in the the palm of each hand. Oh. Hmm. Does anybody have a magic ring? Uh, I do have a magic ring. Do you I like it? A, let's see, which one was <laughs> that one? It was the one that could keep your ghost around. No, I have a, another one that's not quite as nice. The jumping? Yes, the jumping ring. That's probably if I was going to give one up, that would be it. So I uh, take off my jumping ring and I place it in the palm of the gargoyle. All right. Uh, nothing happens. You notice that the, the depression is larger than the ring. So the ring doesn't really look like it's what it's looking <gasps> for. What about the gems from the necklace of the other gargoyle? Oh, I oh, love it. Yes. Yeah, that's a good idea. Absolutely. I take my ring back just to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <definitely. laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I don't what, remember what, who has it. I have it. Um, so yeah, it, it was. It had ten gems in it. I think. Yes. Um, does anybody else want to investigate it? Or, yeah. You know, uh, while you're readying, maybe that, do an Arcana check on it. I have no Arcana. Um. Well, I got a twenty minimal. for investigation, and uh, Scott, I'm looking at, uh, or Linnell's specifically looking at all of the arms and the hands, and seeing if there's anything else to recognize about it. Well, I got so, a twenty-five for perception. Oh, uh, well, fancy. Together, uh, together, you look at this. Linnell and uh, Chimosa are looking at this. You know that you there's no way. You can get this arm back on to the statue. Um, but you do notice that the depressions in each hand are the same size. So on all four hands, they're the same size. Um, and that's about it. Okay. okay. Let's do an arcana check just to cover our bases. <coughs> Excuse me. 24 arcana. Um, it doesn't appear to be any kind of arcane thing that you'd know it looks like it's just a statue but you would know with an arcana check that gargoyles have an ability where they look like like literally they are a statue until they are not <laughs> ah so we could end up activating this gargoyle yeah what but, if we just left it alone and moved on with our lives <laughs> we could also do that it's always a choice. although how do we get out of here um, there is a passageway there's, there's oh, a passageway okay. to the south yeah, let's try let's that. On. Try leaving? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, you can go down the passageway. Uh, and you pretty quickly find that the passageway just goes, ends in a wall. 
Perception check at the end of the wall. Give me a perception check. 16. I rolled 19. It appears to be just a wall. Mm. Hard, fast, like not sandy. Nope, just just a plain old wall. All right, Mm. I'm going to roll perception just in case it's just a high, high, high. Oh, I didn't get anything better. Uh, well, let's try fixing this gargoyle. <laughs> let's try the gems in his hands to see yeah, yeah, what yeah. happens. Okay. Oh, I, I take my, uh, the collar with tail gems on it. Um, does somebody want to just look at the collar? I, cause I, I never f- figured anything interesting out about it. So let's on put our- the, what if we put the collar on the gargoyle okay oh could do i have the color to to uh daphne daphne Ooh, you have a good (laughs) (laughs) she puts it on it It looks very it looks good yeah not bad i put the gar the color on the gargoyle okay so you the gargoyle is it's a pretty large statue so you kind of your fleet of foot though you you hop up on a knee and then put it around the gargoyle's flying Oh, you're flying. I forgot you're flying <laughs> gracefully. <laughs> also, I have gloves of uh, climbing and swimming. Just ah, well, there you go. So no problem getting up to this, uh, long story short. Uh, and so it, it, it appears as though this gargoyle statue and the gargoyle uh, previously that was an actual gargoyle had the same exact neck size because it fits perfect. But nothing else happens. But nothing happens. All right, I take the, car- the collar back off. So, do we want to try putting the gems in the hand? Can I do a closer investigation check of just the impressions um, on the in the hands and the palms? Sure. All right. Uh, I got a twenty-one investigation of the impressions. All right. So you're looking at uh, in the palm at the impression, and you think I have seen this shape before. Where have I seen this shape before? And then you look over at Thald as he's taking the gems out of the collar, and you realize that the gems are the exact same shape as the depressions. Excellent. Uh, I didn't. Linnell didn't say that. That wouldn't be his character. Um, <laughs> Linnell says, it appears that the gems are meant to be placed in the palms. Perhaps we should try that. Let's do it. Uh, everybody ready attacks? Yep. <laughs> My sword is... All right. What is? I assume the trigger is if this gargoyle stops being a statue and attacks us. Mm-hmm. It, I, if, it, if it attacks us, yeah. Then, okay. If, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. I like it. To life, I that don't is seasoned it. Dungeons and Dragons player <laughs> reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Too many killings of important characters. Uh, so can we all uh, place a stone in each of the hands, including? I'll take the one that's broken off and put mine in there. If everybody else wants to. We can kind okay. of do a one, two, three thing. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Ready. Right. Sounds good. And All right. go. Boop. Boop. All right. So you you place a, a gem in each of the hands, uh, and the three hands that are still attached to the statue close and crush the gems, and gem dust falls to the floor. Ooh, uh, scoop that up. And the this uh, is just a nutcracker. Gem dust is useful. <laughs> Uh, the uh, we... the gem in the hand that's on the floor, nothing happens to it. 
okay, what if we just try to like affix, like just put that arm on the ground? Yeah, up to it. Up yep. to it. I like yeah. and just see if like I know it. Not we don't really have anything to fix it, but just see what happens. So I pick up the arm. All right, the gem and falls I out. Hold it in place. Okay. I knew I wanted mending. And then <laughs> the ge- you said the gem fell out, so I put it back into the hand impression. Yeah. And while no, while she's holding it, okay, nothing happens. Nothing happens. And you okay, realize so as when you were investigating, someone was investigating. I said, "There's no way to attach." You you feel like there's no way to attach the uh, arm back onto. I just thought maybe it would magically attach. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. It was not a bad idea. Um. Hmm. <laughs> and we have seven gems left. Seven gems yes. left. Maybe they all have to be crushed. Maybe it's like uh, the gem. Oh, if the if the gems are being used to sort of keep that other gargoyle here, uh, then maybe we need them to be crushed as like an honoring, almost like a sacrifice to the gargoyle. Um, so if they're all gone, then the gargoyle can be free kind of thing. Uh, th- that's just a thought. I don't know. Uh, I like that. Let me put the collar back on the gargoyle. Maybe the collar needs to be on when it crushes the gems. Oh, could be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. The collar is on. We put three more gems in the hands. Then are you going to do the whole one, two, three thing? No, Yay. one at a time. Okay, one at a time. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. as soon as you place a gem in the hand, it crushes it, and then so okay, it'll do it. Crush three of them, and the dust falls onto the floor. We're down to four gems, but we have a lot of gem dust. <laughs> it's true. It's a good it's a material component for a lot of stuff. It's mm-hmm. worthwhile. Huh. This is tough. Hmm. There's some way we're all thinking prevent <laughs> the gargoyle from crushing the gem, like put it in and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, you, you, uh, well, no, stone crushing stone. Maybe if, I mean, you're a connoisseur of fine mm. stone, so maybe if you could find some very hard uh, pebbles around here. Yeah, is there it. anything I can find that uh, mm. in this uh, in this room, uh, some small rocks? Sure, you could find some. There are some rocks laying about. Okay, so can I place the rock so that the hand uh, won't be able to fully close? Uh, there's... I don't know. It seems pretty strong. It, you could you could place it in such a way that you kind of you think you have jammed it so that it will you know stop closing oh. if if it can't crush this rock. Should we try putting another gem in? This is the sure. hard part because I mean, what if I, we run out of gems? Yeah, and, I think and the then... gems are just getting crushed. I would like to thoroughly investigate all of the walls all the way around. Okay. Give me perception or investigation, whichever you prefer. Okay. Mm. It's perception and it's a 16. 
Uh, they s- appear to be solid stone balls. Uh, na- naturally hewn. They're roughly worked, but certainly not natural. Mm. Strong. <laughs> Ancient. Is there anywhere else we can put the gems on the Gorgot gargoyle? Uh, no yeah, other place. It have eyes. It does have eyes, yeah. so uh, it, you could place it on the kind of the eyes. It doesn't look like the eyes have been. There's no hole. There's no like yeah. There's, it's not designed for that, but you could place them on it. It is clear that the the concave portions of the hands have been designed for whatever reason to do this. Maybe we just need to have all of the gems crushed. What if we take some of the gem crushed gemstones and then like throw it at the wall that's blank? <laughs> Maybe we need crushed gemstone and it will reveal a secret door. What kind of gems are they? Uh give me a inside a nature check. Uh nature? Well, gems are natural. Okay. Thirteen. Uh they are blue quartz. All right. Hmm. They're worth about 100 gold pieces. Yeah, let's just crush all of the gems. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling too. I, again, I yep. kind of like this sort of free the soul of the gargoyle thing. Yeah. I'm going to crush all the gems. All right. Does everybody want to crush all the gems? Thald is holding the gems, so if he did, he's not Thald, may we please crush the gems? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good to me. All right, so you put three more in, they get crushed. Uh, you put the remaining gem in any particular hand. The one opposite the broken one? Does that work for everybody? Yeah. All right, you put it in, it crushes it, and as the gem dust of the last gem is falling from the hand, you hear, uh, kind of echoing throughout this chamber, your sacrifice was not in vain. Look to the fourth to find your gain. Oh, so then we look at the fourth hand. Yeah. Yes, we do. And it appears to be empty. Appears to be empty. Can mm-hmm. I do a perception check? Uh, sort of uh, um, get all up close at the... Maybe there's some writing or something on the... on the. I can't think of what it's called. That in, impression. Um, so I crouch down and get my eyes up real close to that impression. <laughs> okay, give me a perception check. Oh, heck yes. How does a 25 sound as I um, sort of poke at the impression and maybe look for some sort of writing or something on there? So poking at the impression leads gives me the impression that you're touching it. I don't mind touching it. <laughs> All right. So as you're touching it, so it looks like there's nothing there. Uh, and you're like, what gain? I don't see anything. So you touch it and uh, there is something in between you and the, the concave part of the hand like there's something oh there what do i roll and you can you kind of feel around and oh i thought it. i had a roll for save or something i thought oh, i was no, gonna no, hurt no. <laughs> nope Try take it. uh you feel around and it feels like it's like uh, some sort of invisible object okay I, is, pi- I pick up pretty the basic invisible? but okay. i'm going to cast c invisibility oh you see an oval diamond <laughs> in his oh, hand sweet it's an Oval diamond. It has two flat and polished sides. 
very clear. With two uh, flat polished sides. Anyone? <laughs> How clear very is it? Clear. <laughs> it's invisible, but also. <laughs> give me, uh, 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 Daphne, give me a, uh, actually anybody, because you're explaining what it looks like. Give me an arcana check. Anyone who is, is, has arcana. Eleven. You need better than that. Um, Twenty. You would know that uh, Daphne is describing what sounds to you like a gem of seeing. Okay. Ooh. And what is a gem of seeing? A gem if of seeing. If you can seeing, help us see a door. Uh, you speak the gem's command word. Uh, it does require attunement. Uh, you oh, crap. then for the next ten minutes have true sight. True sight is... Uh, Unless you see in normal and magical darkness, you see invisible creatures, objects automatically detect illusions, succeed on saving throws against illusions. Uh, you can see the real shape of shape shifters. You can see into the ethereal plane, as previously How long mentioned. Is, I can do that um, now with the invisibility. <laughs> uh, and it lasts for uh, uh, 10 minutes, I think. Let me see. Oh, it's worth mentioning that see invisibility lasts an hour. So for the next hour, I will see invisible creatures and objects if they were visible, and I can see into the ethereal plane. Ethereal creatures and objects appear ghostly and translucent. Ah, but it doesn't do anything against illusions. No. Or shapeshifters. Nope. Um, so, so and you would know, all of you right now. would know that gems of seeing usually aren't invisible themselves. So, um, as as you're holding it, um, uh, uh, Linnell, you you kind of move your hand a little bit or your finger, and it wipes off this dust that was on it, and part of it now you can see it. <gasps> okay, um, Linnell says, "Curious. It appears there's some sort of invisible paint on this gem. Perhaps there is an invisible paint on our pathway out of here as well." Oh, I'll go check. Uh, I will take the uh, collar off the gargoyle again. <laughs> and with my sea invisibility uh, active, I will go check out the passage again. Uh, it doesn't appear, though, anything, anything that is, ugh, you don't see anything. <laughs> I got so excited. <laughs> I don't see anything. We go in like, I go over and I rub on the wall to see if we can rub off any invisible <laughs> Like the the gem, invisible goop. Yeah, uh, the invisible oh yeah, you paint. can you can you know just kind of rub off the gem and it is now visible. But I'm doing this to the end of the wall. Oh oh oh! Uh, At the uh, end of the passage, right? See if there's anything. Uh, Maybe I'm using an instrument of give, uh, give, cleaning. Uh, <laughs> well, I think you're the first person who's touched it. So you're touching this wall, and it doesn't feel like it is a wall. <laughs> It feels Ew. like there's a. Oh, so like, it feels like there's a, a passageway through there. So I just can like keep moving. Let me know if you want to keep Looney moving. Tunes situation. I'm like, uh, I tell everyone what I'm about to do, and I just uh, be careful. Moving. Make sure there's a floor. So you, uh, you maybe see, I'll use my perception before I push through. Uh, you you push your head through. Uh, and so it looks like uh, Chimosa's head is just uh, in this wall, uh, and you see uh, a big, kind of a large hall that is filled with, um, for lack of a better word, 
spheres. Uh, I will show you what it looks like. <laughs> so it's spheres. it's this large hall that has these kind of murals painted on them, and each of the murals includes a two dimensional sphere in it, and they're just kind of scattered like across the wall. That is true, but it's called the Great Hall of Spheres. So, <laughs> okay, okay, so fine. I pull my head it's back out. A two-dimensional out, sphere, <laughs> and I describe what I've just seen to my friends. It's like this wall is not a wall, and I, uh, I and saw can, this room full of circles. Some might say they're spheres, <laughs> flat spheres, and a bunch uh, of more murals. And you would also see the the. It reminds you of the entryway that you came in because it's a. Uh, painted like there are murals all over the place the floor is uh full of a mosaic uh it's a very well decorated great let's go in there i suggest we push onward all right i will reveal the room what are people going to find in the great hall of spheres the great hall of circles i don't know we'll find out (laughs) next shocktober on Total Party Kill. <laughs> <laughs>